better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. This is showtime. Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's someone else. Welcome one and all to a Thursday edition of The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Heard anywhere in the world on your free iHeartRadio app. Always fail to mention that. My name is Jack Bradshaw. Jim Phillips (laughs) out sick today, not feeling well. However, the rest of the crew is here. Of course, I'm joined by Moira. That would be me. Mr. Pinkman. Hello. And Fritz. Hi. Off the street and in the studio. What? Uh, Still dirty. Yeah, he Ew. is. He is one dirty Never, to wash. Dirty, dirty cat. Never it's easy showers. for you to say. You live in that mansion. What does that have to do with washing? I don't have running water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought that was implied. I yeah, see. He lives in a shotgun shack. Oh. Uh, it is a Thursday edition of the Phillips File. On today's show, we will have the audio file. Uh, Pat Clark from uh, Wesh TV News and Sports will be joining us. He handles a sports duty for the news station the duty. on Channel <laughs> 2. Sports duty. Uh, that was a th- and it's, it's only 3.02. It's always Seriously? fun. It's always fun. Uh-huh. I didn't say it on purpose. I'm just saying. It was, it was an organic duty. I um, <laughs> oh, but whatever. But Closest what? to the pin. Bonus round and regular round. Both happening today today so you want to win it no eddie today um he's got a wedding or something i think his yeah. kids are getting married yeah yeah, yeah. but uh fritz and pinkman will both serve as lifelines for today's round and we'll be doing that a little later on um i believe we'll be talking with uh, dirty jim as well uh get an advance on what he's got coming on on his cooking show and tomorrow's jim colbert show but in the meantime four hours of fun on the phillips file and we welcome your calls at 407 916-1041. Um, let's see. What Besides the games and stuff, some things going on in the news that Moira is going to have. But uh, oh. getting a jump on one about... Uh, Moira, you're a big fan of Harry Potter, right? I am. Ooh. Right? You read all the books? Read all the books, all the movies. Did you see all the movies? I think I did, yeah. I think it was eight movies because they did. broke the they, last book yep. into two. I mm-hmm. think I did. Do you remember the news about Dumbledore being gay? No. The... Wait, the character or yes, or the, the character Dumbledore? Because the actor, I think, has like a harem of wives. I thought he died. The original the first one was did. Richard Harris. He's dead. Right. He he passed away, and then I think after he did two movies, I believe, then they had to bring in a different actor. Right. No, but the character of Dumbledore, because J.K. Rowling announced, I guess, after she wrote the seventh book, that indeed he was right. gay. But I, I think I remember it happening at the time. Well, good for him. However, and basically that's what most people say, but not all. Um, because the movie, now, did you read or 
go to the uh, see the movie for Fantastic Beasts. Yes. And where to uh, find no, it. I did not see. You it. did not. Penguin, I, you did. I liked it a lot. The book or the movie? The movie. Yes. I don't read. Oh. oh. Look at he's me. a millennial. You know who does? Uh. Uh-uh. You look, look to your right. That's oh, Fritz. Look he, to he, your left. Oh, what? He That's reads. Right. That's right. I do. <laughs> look to your left. <laughs> So, did you read that book, by the way? I did not read the okay. book, but I saw the movie. Okay, it it takes place, I guess, it's a prequel to the Harry Potter, yeah. uh, you know, uh, book series, and um, Dumbledore is featured in that, but they, I guess the news came out that in this second, it's a five-movie series that they, they signed on for, and they're working on the second one right now, Jude Law plays Dumbledore, and-, and As a uh, younger man? As a younger mm-hmm. man. I see. And uh, Johnny Depp plays Grindelwald, which was the, you know, friend and co-worker. Like and um friend? Yeah, and it turns out to be um friend of Dumbledore back then. They said they're not exploring that relationship in the movie. But, oh, lame. Well, really? it's surprising heat that J.K. Rowling receives. And, and in the world of social media, every single person, it doesn't matter how many, you know, anyone's got a gripe. You get you you have that access, direct access to these people. What I like about J.K. Rowling, she's not shy about you know letting her beliefs and not kowtowing. I'm surprised that she would back off from not talking about that if that's really what she intended. Well, she actually um, did not back down. Now it was the director of the movie just said that's not you know really featured in this movie, Mm -hmm. but uh, J.K. Rowling uh, did point out that. With uh, five episodes, it will be, you know, it, it will be a focus in a future film. Five episodes? Five movies, yeah, for this Fantastic Beast. Wow. It was what? a five-movie deal. Whoa, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that either. Yeah. I don't know when that happened, but uh, J.K. Rowling tweeted out, uh, being sent abuse about an interview that didn't involve me because the interview was actually with the director of the movie about a screenplay I wrote but which none of the angry people have read, which is part of a five-movie series that's only one installment, is obviously tons of fun. But you know what's even more fun? What? And she posted a gif of you know uh, someone putting people on mute. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. turning them off. Yeah, For- Forbes is saying um, they they are not making him gay because of a fear of overseas markets. Some countries might not. Oh, because China is a huge market for China, film. and they yeah. might not be okay with that. Well, Let's is she going your... to be true to the character, or is she just going to have to, you know, suck up to Chinese moviegoers? In other words, which is it? Are you going to be true to your, you know, you well, you wrote these characters, you created this uh, brand, this legacy, this juggernaut that is the Harry Potter movies and the spinoffs and all that, and now, even though you have come out and said that Dumbledore was gay, now you're going to what not? mention it even well for her yeah well i for her for anyone to be able to handle a uh, a series arc right for a story to know where you start and know where you want to finish i think she did it masterfully with the The seven book series for that so if she goes into this knowing well i have five books to tell this story i want to tell and i know we're starting here and i know i want to end here so at whatever specific point you know it's like should she rush uh one plot line because people are pressuring to do that i you know i i think i trust her enough to kind of tell the story as she wants it told yeah for sure yep you know i mean these are characters that she invented she did characters she created sitting on a bar stool writing on a cocktail napkin 
half, unemployed, and she was caught. poor, and she could hardly, yeah, get out of her own Single way. Mother. And now she's one of the richest women in Great Britain. Well, all of that's true, except I don't know about the half cock part. Yeah, she was pissed. That's what the Brits call getting <laughs> drunk. Oh, <laughs> mental. you do not know that. <laughs> I'm assuming. What I can't assume anymore. I think Jack? he uh, does know that. Jeff spends a lot of his time at an English pub. Who? With exactly one English person working there. Uh, yeah, I think I'll pass. Uh-huh. <laughs> no that's, clue. That guy no clue. doesn't know about anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, where, that's where a lot of the uh, yeah, survey people, yeah. the surveillance <laughs> from, is that a word, surveillance? Not really. Yes. No. Can it be a word today? Yes. All right. We can make Points. up stuff, right? Sure. All right, yeah, everyone cool. gets to make up one it's, word. It's our My world. word today is surveillance. Can I use Krav Maga as a verb? Yes. For instance, yeah. uh, permission to Krav Maga pinky in the throat. Oh, that yeah. That means karate chopping. Oh, I, I don't care what it means. It's just, I, it seems like something I want to watch. It's a martial art. Chuck yeah. Norris mastered no, it. No, don't do it. No. Okay, you better sit down. This is radio, sir. No one can see you do Before that. he contacts human resources. 1-800. <laughs> Did you get that from a SpongeBob episode? HR for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the movies tomorrow night. Movies. I'm, I went to the movies this past weekend. I'm going tomorrow night because I love Movie Pass, basically. Because now I feel obligated to go see movies. Movies. I think it's going to be the That's shape gonna be of fine water. Until, yeah, my husband wants to see that, until too. Until there's no movies to see? Yeah, until, you know, this is the hot season leading up to the Oscars. This is big, you know, many things have come and gone. You haven't seen them. Now they're back in the theater. Go, go, go. So you get your money's worth the first couple of months of the year. Mm-hmm. And then there's a drought between April, maybe July. There might be a summer blockbuster, but there's going to be nothing. Yeah, I was right. going to say, I don't think movies are released in February for Oscar. No, they have to be no, done but, by the because calendar. Because of that, they, yes. they want to get them out before the end of the year. Sometimes I really like when it's, you know, limited release. They put it on one screen, mm-hmm. so it's not even available. Right. But, you know, just, you know, to get it in for your consideration. Nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But there's always yeah. something to see, and I think I'm more likely. Well, are you going to see a cartoon? You're going to see an ad- I, w- I would not mind seeing, what's it, Coco? Is it Coco? Oh, yeah, I want to see that, too. I hear good things about no, that. I mean, that's oh, a yeah. cartoon, right? Yes, that's a um, Star Wars, I would definitely see again in the movie theater. Again? See, I Absolutely. got trouble with seeing it again. No, Star Wars is nope. good, though. Yeah. I haven't seen the new one. That scene when they do the thing and it goes, woo, and you're like, what? <laughs> what? I didn't say what <laughs> once <laughs> during <laughs> that movie. You just start throwing popcorn in the air. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It wasn't. Wait, um, the most recent one you saw? That's the only movie of the season that I've seen. You know when they, I I can't, I don't want to spoil it for Fritz. He hasn't seen it. When they all get off and the one thing will hunt and Tisha did that button and then it goes, and then it goes, what? Yeah, it goes, you know what I'm saying? No. I know what you're talking about. Do you? No, I never saw (laughs) it. What? You'll have to explain it to me. All right, well, listen. During the breaks, during the commercial, explain so, to me. Let's do that. We'll have our little uh, Star Wars chat. Uh, you have the la-di-da coming up, right? Oh, you're darn too. You have birthdays? I do indeed. And the three of us will get to play? And the food of the day. Now we have to flip over to Ooh, February. I appreciate you. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. The la-di-da, it happens next. The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't It's a piece of crap. Oh, oh, boys and girls, it Locked is time. your magic twanger, Froggy. It's time for the la-di-da. 
Here is Moira. Uh, is that under pluck? Uh, yeah, I think. Or just be. magic. Magic twanger. No. There you go. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there it is. Jack, another big white shark is swimming off Florida's Gulf Coast <gasps> this time. What name? What name? Okay, they named her Savannah. <laughs> no mm. lie, mm-hmm. she is eight feet t- eight feet tall or long. <laughs> long. Yeah, I mean Savannah to me is eight feet tall, so yes. our Savannah. Um, but this one is many times uh, heavier than our Savannah. This one is 460 pounds. This Ooh. is a eight foot, 460 pound shark named Savannah tracked to Gulf waters off of Hernando and Citrus counties north of Tampa. She's traveled more than 4,000 miles. She started at Nova Scotia, way up in Canada. Around the first of the month, she uh, there was another one called Miss Costa was tracked off the coast of Tampa Bay. Now we have another one. Forget Catherine, the shark of the file. Yeah. I haven't seen her in a while. But she, now we have another one. She's pretty far off the coast of North Carolina last time I checked on yeah. Catherine, but mm-hmm. I am looking at Savannah right now. Okay, yeah. good. The number of Florida Panthers found dead this year is already up to four, and we're oh. only at February 1st. Mm-hmm. The latest death is that of a young female panther discovered this week on State Road 80 west of LaBelle, Florida. That's the second panther death in Hendry County this year with the other two down in Naples or Collier County. Last year, altogether across the state, 30 panthers killed statewide. We've already got four, and one month is is just gone by. February is hit-and-run awareness month. Not hit-and-run panthers, really, but hit-and-run people, hit-and-run cars. If you bang into somebody, do not leave the scene. That's what they are reminding people, the Florida Highway Patrol. and Like the, that teenager in Oviedo after he hit three kids the other yeah, day? Yeah, 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 correct. Ugh. Florida motorists are being reminded to stay at the scene. The, the police chiefs, the sheriffs, the crime line and crime stoppers and stuff. Last year, Pinkman said he was the victim of two hit and runs. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year, you were not alone. There were 98,000 hit and run crashes in Florida. 177 of them uh, ended up with fatalities. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's not a joke. You know, you bump somebody, you bang into somebody in a parking garage, you smack into somebody because you're not paying attention at the red light and you're on your damn phone. You, you must stay at the scene. Don't back up and zing right away. No, uh-uh. Yeah, be cool, bro. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, locos. Uh, anyway, they encourage individuals with information on hit-and-run crashes to report that to Crime Line. The mayor of Tallahassee and the Speaker of the House in Florida are butting heads again, and they will debate the topic of sanctuary cities. The mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, on one side, and the Speaker of the House, Richard Corcoran, cuckoo, on the other side, (laughs) they've been taunting each other and trading insults on Twitter. Gee, I wonder who does that. Corcoran issued the debate challenge this week, and yesterday, Tallahassee Mayor Gillum accepted. uh, And uh, Gillum wants to be the governor, and Corcoran is expected to enter the race for the Republican side, so they're both going to butt heads for many months to come. The Florida House... I hardly know him. Oh, oh, I get it. Should be an interesting race for Mm. governor. Oh, they're going to be nasty plus 10. The Florida House uh, is not completely willing to outlaw child marriages. This is shocking to me. (laughs) It's shocking. The Florida Senate unanimously passed a bill that would ban marriage for anyone under 18. Mm -hmm. The only exception they made in the Senate bill was 16 and 17-year-olds in case of pregnancy if their partner is also young. Now, the, the House gets the bill today, and they said, nope, no, we are, you know, this whole thing started with such a tragic story. It started with a woman named Sherry Johnson. She was forced at nine or 10 years old, she was raped, right. was forced to marry her rapist at age 11. 
after giving birth at that young age of 10 or 11. She had to marry the man who raped her. All right, let me see if I get this straight. Um, you are not an adult until you're 18, correct? In Florida, right. I think the age of consent is maybe 16, but whatever, yes. So let's say you can get married at 16. Mm-hmm. You're still not a legal adult. Correct, at, at 9 or 10. But you can still get married. But huh? in Florida, mm-hmm. they will allow this. They have allowed up until now. There have been cases where they allow the adult rapist to marry the kid. Anyway, it's awful. It turns out they have been trying. We would, If we pass this in Florida, this is the shocking part, really. We would become the first state in the nation to outlaw child marriage. We could become the first state in the country. Yeah, we're the first for something. How is this possible that other states don't have a law on the books that outlaws child marriage? Because on some, like, they want an exception if, like, you're 16 and you're pregnant, you can marry if the husband of your baby is within two years of you. or something, yeah. Then they can get married. Well, so it's a 14-year-old gets pregnant and the boyfriend's 16. They can get married at 14? I think 16 would be the cutoff I'm sorry. On this proposal. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense Three. I don't know how many times you've gone to see spring training at uh, Walt Disney World. A couple times. Yes. Uh, the Atlanta three. Braves call the Walt Disney World um, Wide World of Sports a complex home. For a while. And while. have for many years. Yeah. And now they just signed for an additional year. Oh, they did? Yes, they were supposed to start playing in a new stadium in Sarasota County next spring, but the team says more time is needed. So one more year, the Braves at Disney's Wide World of Sports Complex. That'll be through the spring of 19. That's the the closest spring games we have to, to us in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's correct. Outside of that, you have to go down to Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's always fun seeing like the 18-year-olds jogging the track the entire time Aww. as as you see veterans getting their swings before the season starts. We went to some Yankee fun. games. We did. We went to spring Yankee games there. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I went to their first time last year. Mark Quinn and I went to the first spring training game over in Tampa. First time I was at Steinbrenner Field, and I said, if they win this game, they're going to win the World Series. And they won that game, and then they let me down in the seventh game of the (laughs) AL. Yes. Yeah. What are you going to do? Seriously? I thought it was tied, wasn't it, or something? Or, tied. Wait, hold on. You said if the first pitch was a strike. Strike. Then I said they'd make the playoffs, and then I said if they win the game, they'll win the World Series. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. <laughs> I got close. They're just five wins away. Did they play the Rays? They, uh, no, that no. day was the Phillies. Uh, Phillies. Uh, you can be identified by your tattoo. Here's a note to criminals. You can oh be arrested by identified by and identified and arrested by your tattoo. It happened here in Orange County. A suspect is in jail this afternoon for the murder of an Orange County shooting victim who could only be identified by tattoos. Right. I mean, okay. Well, they, they found the victim and they didn't know who it was, but yeah. th- they put pictures of her tattoo out there and were able to finally. They did. Twenty-nine-year-old Marie yeah. Guth was found lying on the ground unconscious, found by a good Samaritan, Pine Hills, on Sunday. She died a couple of days later, earlier this week, from her injuries. But they arrested a guy yesterday, and investigators now say the woman was killed during a disagreement between these two, but they were able to identify her by her tattoos, and then they were able to piece it all together. So, you know. And if you are considering a life of crime and tattoos, Mm -mm. I encourage you to put the tattoo on your neck and face because I'm judging you as a criminal anyway That's when correct. I see that. <laughs> Whoa, so, how rude. You are so right. If you got a tattoo going up your neck and onto your face, it's like pretty much, it's like, all right, let's, uh, Loser. Steer, okay. let's steer clear of this person. Loser.
Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a tough customer yeah. if you have a like. But what's his name? The boxer, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't With he have all tattoo. kinds of face stuff? No, he has one face tattoo. But it's like giant. And face. it's tribal. Um, it's didn't he serve time for rape? He did serve time uh, for something. Allegedly. Yeah, he also has a huge chairman oh, mouth tattoo. Like no, I believe allegedly. It's not allegedly. He really served time for rape. No, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's your opinion, man. Okay. <laughs> and the um, the Lakeland gymnastics coach that we told you about earlier this week, um, charged with 24 counts of possessing child porn. Bail's now been set at $120,000 for this bum. Uh, Alexander Kachalov taught students between the ages of 3 and 15 in both group and individual classes out in Lakeland at some gymnastics training complex. After his arrest, he admitted he downloaded videos and images of both young boys and girls involved in yeah. sexual behavior. And Not now, cool, bro. Mm-mm. Nope. Not one bit. Nope. So they found that bum. Anyway, so that guy is now in jail. There was a report mm, yesterday, maybe early this morning, that the use of Facebook is way, way down. Way, way down. Way, way down. That's to, a good thing, right? Well... I didn't think that Mark Zuckerberg would think so because you're on Facebook, you're spending money, you're patronizing their ads, you're getting sucked into all man, spending hours and hours and hours on end. Uh, but it turns out that I guess it was yesterday. Uh, it, they found out that time spent over Facebook dropped by 50 million hours per day just in the fourth quarter of last year. This is a good thing, people. Me, uh, but Zuckerberg says he's kind of happy. About that. Now, normally that's not a metric that an executive would say was good, but he says it's good because now people, A, maximize the time they spend on Facebook, and he said they're actually interacting with people. Yeah, you know, with it other people instead of being on their on their the whole laptop. fake news thing in the last election, they, they, they mm-hmm. took a huge PR hit yeah. for not, you know, right. monitoring the action, what was happening on mm-hmm. or what their site was being used for. Right. And so he's trying to make it a little more uh, user friendly. And if the case is where people use it less, I think that's a good thing. I think we need more time talking to each other and not devices. Now Facebook is also revamping their news feed, showing less content from businesses, brands, and media organization in favor of stuff from your family and friends yeah. that you want to oh. see in the first place. Screw the media. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Fake news. Well, uh, well, uh, I don't know what you mean by that. More news, more real news, and the birthdays when we come back. The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Listening to the Phillips File. Real Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, Thursday edition of the Phillips File. We continue with the la-di-da with Big Mo. New details are being released about a shooting inside a classroom at a middle school in L.A. The fire department says five people were hurt, a 15-year-old in critical condition with a gunshot wound to the head, another girl shot in the hand or the wrist. Three other victims weren't shot but suffered minor injuries, maybe trying to escape or hide or whatever. Um, A female student was taken into custody, and there are no outstanding suspects. The good news is the critical is stable. The critical condition of the the boy shot in the head, Mm -hmm. he is stable. But the surprising news is normally school shootings, is this Mm. the first time we've, it's a female shooter? shooter? Maybe. You might be right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's middle an interesting school. Tip. Oh, middle school's the worst. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those hormones flying. Yeah, all these classes, these you fall into these groups. Social media makes it worse. Nobody yeah, can sit sure. with you at lunch. Oh. Bad. No one sat with you at lunch, Bob? No, sad, no. Leaders of, uh, of uh-huh. one Michigan township are apologizing 
for failing to act on allegations that Dr. Larry Nasser victimized a young girl in twenty in uh, two thousand four. Yeah, screwed up, bro. Uh, a yeah, tearful cool, bro. And, and the town manager went before the microphone and was tearful, saying, uh, and, and talked to the victim, saying, "We failed you." We let you down. Uh, Nasser at the time was a sports doctor at Michigan State and USA Gymnastics, and he convinced police that he did a legitimate medical procedure on this girl, and the case was dropped, so effectively freeing Nasser mm. and allowing him to continue to molest girls and young women, including Olympians, for years until his arrest in 2016. But the leaders of this Meridian Township in Michigan were apologizing, and boy, it was heartfelt. They said they absolutely screwed up and let down not only this girl, who went to them and said he abused me, but they let down all the, uh, you know, had he Every been... girl thereafter. Correct. Now it's the accusers are over 260? Yes. Right? I mean, when he was sentenced, it was about 165. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Another 100 girls. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. Gross. Uh, tomorrow is Groundhog Day, and we will know early in the morning, crowds are already gathering in a small town in western Pennsylvania to Bill celebrate. Murray points. Sunny and chair points. Punxsutawney Phil points. Damn it. Stephen points. Punxsutawney Phil makes his appearance tomorrow morning to predict if we'll have an early spring or six more weeks of winter. Tradition has it. Now, I never remember which is the deal. If he sees his shadow, then winter goes on. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't see his shadow, then spring is right around the corner. Right. Mm -hmm. Did John Landis direct that movie? Uh, Groundhog Day. Funny, funny. No, points. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the little town where they do this thing is sometimes it's Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Andy McDonald, points. Mm, yeah, points oh stand. My point stand. Yes. I tied Pinkman. They call the little place <laughs> where Phil hangs out Gobbler's Knob. That <laughs> always makes me laugh. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. Yeah. Gobbler's Knob. He, it's already packed with people ready to mark. How many years have they been doing the celebration there? I will guess... 120. Oh, God, you're way off. Uh, it's going to have to be. Yeah, you don't fool. know. It's going to have to be 172. Oh, God, you're way off. <laughs> 230. We're somewhere in the middle. No, it was 132. I'll oh, take it. Okay. <laughs> Loser. That's, that's what I said. Uh, Points. Harold Ramis directed the. Oh, thank you. Funny, 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 funny. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh huh. It was in a movie by John Landis. More points. <laughs> it was in Ghostbusters. Points. Damn it. A Los Angeles face. Points. points. Oh, okay, no. no more points. No, Let Moira go with the news. My head Sorry, no. explode. Uh, Justin Timberlake is getting bombarded with uh, by parents groups who want him to keep it clean during the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. In yeah, an no open letter, in an open letter to JT, the Parents Television Council says they don't need a repeat of that infamous wardrobe malfunction of twenty of two thousand four with Janet Jackson. The so-called Nipplegate was talked about for weeks and weeks and made international headlines. Despite the nation entering a war with Iraq at the time, people were more interested in talking about Janet Jackson and her boobage. Yeah, war more. The group he, says the parents' he, council. What? He kind of escaped that whole thing unscathed. Did. I don't know. It may or may not have been planned. He's still not saying. Nobody's right. saying. It was planned. Come on. He's ripping off an article of her clothing. Oh, so if that was a wardrobe malfunction, what exactly was supposed to happen mm-hmm. right. when he was grabbing her there? Yeah, yeah. Also, who are these loser parents that are writing a letter to it's Justin It's a group Timberlake. called Parents Television Council. They say millions of children are watching the game Sunday, and they urge Justin to keep the performance family-friendly. What's wrong with that? Also, isn't it a lame. little hypocritical that Janet Jackson's career dropped off and Justin Timberlake just went skywall? Yeah, future... Well, he's super talented. Yeah. 
I mean, so is Janet Jackson. Eh, not as talented as Justin. How dare you? I'm Siri. How oh, oh, dare you? Here's another Super Bowl halftime, not malfunction, but one of the funniest and memorable things was the left oh, shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah with yeah. Katy Perry. Three right? years ago, he finally revealed himself. His name is Brian Gaw. He became a sensation at the Super Bowl after seeming to dance to his own tune and was not in choreography during Katy Perry's halftime show uh, three years ago. Uh, the performance was Teenage Dream. We just didn't know who he was until recently. He was a dancer with Katy Perry's crew for five years and says he just decided to have a little fun and improvise. Yeah. And that's what he did. Got a lot of positive feedback, including from Katy Perry. And uh, he was, of course, a media and Internet sensation. I liked him. Yeah. Most watch Super Bowl halftime show ever. Really? Because of the left shark? Well, <laughs> it would have been prior to that. Oh, I see. I guess uh, that's what made it memorable. Yeah. Well... I know. I, kinda, I like Lady Gaga. That was she had the drones, and then and she, she dropped down. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Those drones were cool, weren't yeah. they? I didn't know what they were at first. I'm uh, like, how are they doing that? Brian, <laughs> Brian Gaw, the left shark. Brian Gaw is his name. He went on to go to cosmetology school. Today's a stylist in L.A. or West Hollywood, whatever. Mm. Good for you. He Brian. said dancing at that Super Bowl was a fantastic experience, and wrote a piece for the Washington Post saying that I hope other people keep following their dreams, keep growing, and never be afraid to be the quintessential left shark. <laughs> Love that. Uh, what I, don't a know. Nerd. I don't know how many years ago. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Seven. Uh, 40. Eight. Natalie Wood was drowned nearly 40 oh, years ago. Oh, this story. I can't believe it's back. It's back. Nearly 40 years ago. On the family yacht near Catalina Island, her husband at the time, actor Robert Wagner, was on the boat, and so was Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. What? Uh, yeah. More cowbell, right? Yeah, this is a true story. Yeah. 1981, they're on the boat and the captain. So four people on the boat. Well, it turns out now that the husband, actor Robert Wagner, mm-hmm. is now being considered a person of interest in the death of his wife, Natalie Wood, according oh. to a lieutenant with the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. And they told CBS uh, the 48 Hours program. Yeah. Uh, as we're investigating the case over the last five or six years, I think Robert Wagner is more of a person of interest now than he was then. Aaron Moriarty is doing it points. Uh, they reopened it in 2011. That's correct. But they say... They uh, called uh, it an accident back then. Uh, but Robert Wagner's story has changed a little bit. And the, and I think I heard it on Monsters today. They, when you have the truth and the facts, they don't change. Right. Stories change, but the facts do not. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, now but that, I think your recollection of how right. things happened and the order of things happening and the... You know, you remember a lot if it just happened last weekend, but 40 years from now, do you remember if the moon was out or if it was rocky on the boat or, you know, what you were eating or drinking or any of that? I think that would be very blurry. When they reopened it, they now have a couple of witnesses who are on a boat nearby who said they were indeed All this fighting. time they didn't know? Well, I they guess they... Interview they, them? You know, throughout the past 30-something years, they figured, oh, they ruled it an accident. It was an accident. Yeah. But when they reopened the investigation, it's like, well, if they're looking for information, I have some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, where were man. you then? When anyway, Christopher yeah. Walken did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he when they were fighting, he, he just went to his wa- room. Oh, I thought, who was the one who jumped in the water and took a dip? I think they say she did, or that she got in a dinghy and was going ashore. I don't know, 48 yeah. hours, Friday night points. 48 hours. Uh, production is finally resuming on House of Cards on Netflix. Netflix did announce yesterday that Academy Award-nominated actors Diane Lane and Greg Kinnear are joining the cast for the sixth and final season of the series House of Cards. Now, I stopped somewhere after the fourth. Did you? I did, too. Yeah. 
Production on House of Cards was stopped back in the fall, in October, after the show's previous star, Kevin Spacey, was fired amid accusations, one of the first bigger names of sexual assault, right? So they stopped it all. We weren't sure it was going to go back on, but now it's back up and running. Uh, They hired some new people, and they are joining the cast. Production has indeed resumed on House of Cards. I don't know when it's coming out, but at Uh, least they're back in the... You know, they got bored with it. On the soundstage. Like Orange is the New Black. That was hot for a minute. I got bored with that one, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. The writing in the the last season was awful, I thought. And tried. Oh, what's oh. the other one? Dexter. That's a, That was a great that show that just that kind of hit the, hit the wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Season four, wall. John Lithgow. That Points. was a really good one. Mm. He's a great actor. Season five. Then six, it just got stupid. I loved him in Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on Ellen yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Michelle Obama was a guest and had an explanation for that awkward moment uh, with the f- incoming first lady, Melania Trump. Remember during the inauguration when she ha- when Melania handed Obama a gift box from Tiffany and Obama yes. appeared to give her a look like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like this? No, is- well, it, I mean, they're, the the two couples were there, yes. uh, you know, the Obamas mm-hmm. and the Trumps and, you know, uh, a, a Marine. Yeah. And so she handed the the gift over, but they had to pose for a picture. So Michelle Obama didn't know where to put it. So she was just she looking for a place. And, I think yeah. finally they gave it to somebody. They took a picture. It was fine. It was awkward, though. She says, I remember it being awkward. She also finally revealed what was in the box. What well, was can we in, guess? No, sure. What's in the box? What's, what's in the cup? Yeah, what's in the box? Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Nope. Points. <laughs> nope. Brad Pitt. Points. Morgan Freeman. Points. Okay. That's enough. What was Anyone else? Anybody else? Any other real guests? I'm going to have to give it to Anyone you. Anyone want to oh, get a frame? Spacey, points. A frame from Tiffany's? It uh, was a lovely frame. You get the point. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. You knew it. Who yes. doesn't watch Ellen? Is uh-huh. it? Well, I don't, but she follows me on Twitter, so, you know, we have that kind of now, connection going. Now, it happened going. when George W. Bush and Laura Bush were handing over the keys to the Obamas because First Lady Laura Bush had a similar moment when Michelle Obama brought her a gift box right before uh-huh. the photo. What'd she bring her? I don't know. Shoes. That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, Angelina Jolie is back in the news looking for ways to end sexual violence in war zones. She's meeting with NATO officials in Brussels this week to talk about how to address the epidemic in several conflicted areas around the world. Angelina, who serves as a special envoy for the U.N. High Commission on Refugees, says the international community just isn't doing enough. And she's calling for greater accountability. The NATO secretary says NATO has a responsibility to prevent and protect women's rights. He says... The increasing number of women in the military is just one way to help out on all of that. Um, we talked about the the fact that you're not in the New Jersey Hall of Fame. I don't want to rub it in anymore, but that's you bring great. it up every day, Mo. It's still in the news. Though. <laughs> it yeah. is still in the news. Every time you walk in the office, she's like, "Not hey, I'm in, in the New Jersey Hall of Fame." You're still not in it. You're yeah. still not in it today. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm Jack, sorry. Guess who's not in it? You. You. I'm Steve. just gonna have to do something incredible. Little Stevie, he's in it. Debbie yep. Harry, she's yep. in it. Same. Little Stevie's the worst. Little Stephen Van Zandt. Is John I'm Bon sorry, Jovi in it? I'm sure he's he is. I thought he was dead. Oh, he's wait, probably sorry. the first one. John Bon Jovi. All right, yes, he's, he's in, in it. it. <laughs> well, we can find out all of the people who are going to be in it. He was laid the rest there. Twenty people are being inducted. <laughs> yeah, he's not dead. Oh. Oh, That's now. Not what you said. Now he's not dead? No, he's not. Yeah. He never was dead. Which is it? More with the story. Here's Moira. Uh, <laughs> you break my heart, you put it back together. He's you still alive. Heart. No, he's still alive. He's fine. Dead or alive? Uh, alive. Very much alive. <laughs>
He's very handsome, very alive, very talented. Leave him alone. Bravo. Uh, yes. The DJ accused of groping Taylor Swift has a new job. David Mueller started a new morning show this week in Mississippi, yeah. five years after being fired from that Denver station. Five years? That. After Taylor Swift accused wow. him of grabbing wow. her rear know. end during a well, meet and greet. we heard about it when it was the court case. Right. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, five years. Wow. Uh, he claims the accusation was false, and he sued Taylor Swift for $3 million, and then she countersued for $1, and, and she won. That wrecked. Mm-hmm. Delta Radio, it's called, has reportedly received multiple death threats and bomb threats after hiring this guy. Whoa, damn Swifties. Following the hire down. of Muller's, you know, yeah. of this David yeah. Muller DJ guy. Because that's called for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. the CEO of the company says the kid was brought on the guy, not kid anymore. He was brought on because of his DJ experience and the station was not worried about any backlash surrounding the lawsuits. Although now maybe they've changed their tune because it looks like that may be. Yeah, Uh, no, it could could be a good move for them. They're definitely getting more attention than they ever have in the past. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we talked earlier this week about Elon Musk. Selling flamethrowers. Damn right. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Badass. Now a lot of people are trying to uh, dissuade their spouses from buying these things <laughs> because they're like, you know, the guys are like, "Oh, that's cool. It's <laughs> awesome. So it, it is cool." No, I wouldn't There's say like a whole movement. No, honey, you can't have that. Is it a flamethrower? It looks more it like a torch. No, flamethrower. Yeah, I know, but have you seen it? No. Oh, the well, flame shoots out about what six inches or so. Well, it's on Pinkman's blog. So. At realradio.fm, if you c- click on blogs and you can select Pinkman and see the video. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Elon <laughs> Musk is using it. I uh, love him. He's awesome and super smart. So you should want to buy one. Is now. it pcool.com? No. For Pinky Cool? What oh, is your. What is I it? should buy that. You should. You should. Get on it. <laughs> Research. Oh, looks like Watson already got it. No, he's not that fast. <laughs> he's pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, today's the first He bought day- it last week. No. <laughs> I'm anticipating this. Today is the first day of Black History Month, and they put out a list of... Don't tell Morgan Freeman that. Uh, I know. They put out a list of 28 movies sure. that uh, you should see, one for each day. So 28 movies. Okay. Uh, yeah. well, oh, do you have the list? I do, and I'm looking through them and trying to find one that you... Don't, uh, Holiday Inn should not be one of them. Holiday Jack Inn. trying to figure out what he would do to make the show better. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Morgan. Um, the Jackie Robinson story. I know you could watch oh, that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, well, holiday. Well, Holiday Inn. I wanted. We were watching Christmas classics, and I'm like, "Oh, this will be great." Bing Crosby. This is actually where the song "White Christmas" comes from. But they do a whole uh, scene in uh, blackface, and I guess back then that was ay, ay, ay. that was acceptable. No. Like, oh man, no wow. black exploitation movies, and yeah. you know, there's a bunch of things on here that are, yeah, I don't know, um, that are uh, super old. So I haven't seen a lot of them, and I'm looking as we get. Um, some are directed by black, uh, like Sidney Poitier. It, any Spike Lee joints? Uh, let me see. I'm looking. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. The first one that I saw from Spike Lee is from 1986. She's got to have it. Oh, boy. Oh, there's a Netflix series based on that. Now. Mm-hmm. That's series. from Spike Lee. Series is. is. Yep. What about Do the Right Thing? I don't see it. I'm looking. Points. There's 28. John no. Turturro points. Malcolm X is also on there. That's a good movie. Denzel that Washington is a good movie. points. Yep. I finally watched that a few months ago. Devil in a Blue Dress. Okay. Oh. I don't know. It's a Denzel movie. It's another Denzel movie. And uh, yeah, I guess it's in order of their um, debut or whatever. The last one, the most recent one maybe, is uh, 1996, directed by a woman, Cheryl Dunn, uh, The Watermelon Woman. I don't know. I never heard of half of them. 
Mm. Um, but anyway, so it, it is Black History Month today. Twenty eight days of of movies. If you're interested in that, go to the New York Times. Now, at birthdays. All right. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Jeez, let's oh, do yeah. it. Great. Uh, happy happy birthday today to Harry Styles. Ah, uh, you bet. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles rumored to be the next James Bond. What? Oh. You haven't really? heard that? I thought no. he was the next Justin Timberlake. That what? too. What happened to Idris Elba? I, I think his time has already come and gone. Idris oh. Elba would like a female to play James Bond. Mm. Ah, take that. So well, Harry Styles Harry is not Styles. a woman. So. All right. <laughs> Who wants to guess? Uh, Fritz, he is 26. Oh. 28? I think he's younger. 24. Good, he's 23. I'll take it. Oh, he's way richer than me. Not fair. Oh, he's 23. Uh, Happy, happy birthday to Lisa Marie Presley. Oh. Son of, uh, Uh, daughter of Elvis. Right. I remember she had that make-out session with Michael Jackson on the award show. Uh, Yeah, I think she married him, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old is she now? 52. Uh, Lisa Marie, how old is she? She's 58. 60. What'd you say? 52. Yeah, she's 49. Yeah, you yeah. people. What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. I haven't seen oh, her in whatever, forever. whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How about Big Boy from Outcast? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Or, what is hey, it? Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's right. Not 44. Big Boy is uh, Boy? 41. Uh, Bring it home, Pinkman. Uh, f- yeah. Get some points. 48. Fritz, 42. Yes! Hey, I uh, love this game. It's hey, going to uh, be a great weekend. Lame. And that's the Lottie Dot. Oh, well, no, it isn't, because I have to tell you that February's food day, yes. February 1st, I'll give you the rest of them for the weekend in a minute, but today is February 1st, 2019, and today, February 1, is Baked Alaska Day. Oh, never had it. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's good. It's a good time. It's it like is, that meringue. I, and... I made it in seventh grade home ec. And you have to set it on fire. How yes. it turn out? And that's a good <laughs> but I'd like to hear that story when we come back. And we'll also have a bonus round of closest to the pin, but this is what we're going to do. We'll get a caller online. The caller will get to pick between Pinkman and Fritz. Oh. They will go head-to-head. If the caller chooses wisely, mm-hmm. they will receive that You Matter business card signed, full of good luck. Oh, Sealed, yes. delivered. Mm-hmm. We'll find out what happens when we return the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips. Here's Scott Maxwell. Thank no, you. No, Thank no, you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that is Scott Maxwell right there. I Thank do you. have a news bulletin. <laughs> Add one to all the birthdays. <laughs> Mo was looking at last year's list. Oh yeah. my no, God. No, 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 no. But Harry Styles is 24. Points. Lisa Marie is 50. And Big Boy is 43. Oh, that means... You got one right on the dot. I got Harry Styles on the dot. <laughs> he needs a bing, 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 or whatever it is. What? He needs uh, a Kapuya yeah. or something. Hang on, I gotta find it's it. in the Kapuya category. It is, yeah, under Kapuya, Kapuya. Uh, oh. You're Kapuya, out of order. Kapuya! There nice. it is. Oh. It's going to be a great weekend. And, uh, 
And before we get on with the game, it is you just heard the uh, the iHeart keyword for you to text in and win. You have all hour. You only have to text once an hour. But at the end of the hour, they're going to contact a winner. If your phone rings, make sure you answer it. I have a real hard time answering my phone if I don't don't recognize the number. But if you're playing this game, you want to answer your phone. You don't want to miss out. Real Radio, in a company of over 800 radio stations, has had more $1,000 winners than any other radio station. Orlando has led the way over markets like Los Angeles and New York and you know, we're just kicking butt, and we want to get a couple more winners uh, before the end of this contest, which ends tomorrow. We do it every hour up until 9 p.m. We'll do it again all day tomorrow, and then on Monday, a whole new contest, what? and we'll tell you about that on Monday. Oh, yeah. But right now, we have a contest between Fritz and Pinkman, and to decide who goes first, let's go to the phones. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the Phillips File. How you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm doing great. You'll be even better if you choose wisely here, because if you do and the person you pick wins the game, you will receive an Autograph You Matter business card uh, signed for your good luck for the rest of your life, as long as you are in possession of this card. However, if you fail and choose poorly, Uh 24 hours of bad luck. Do you accept these terms, Jeff? I accept those terms. Jeff? Who would you? Who do you think will win today? Will it be Pinkman or Fritz? Well, I'm gonna guess Fritz answered the phone, so therefore I have to go with Pinkman. This is some convoluted system. You've I got like there. it. So he's picking Pinkman. What I like about that? Okay, hang on, Jeff. Let's see how this plays out. Pinkman, that means you have to skedaddle your way out mm, to the soundproof booth. Fake news. And I bye know bye. you hate having to do that. Maura, you're going to record the answers. Fritz, you ready to play? Can you keep time, Fritz? Are there Fritz? five or ten questions? You know five. it. Five. Five questions. And we want to thank Mark Quinn for the category today because we're continuing a theme we have been doing all week. As soon as Mr. Pinkman leaves the studio, we will tell you that it is the Super Bowl. Ooh. Another Super Bowl category. This one is for you versus Pinkman. Fritz, are you ready to play? Interesting facts and figures about the Super Bowl stadiums oh geez okay the stadiums yeah. that have super bowls are you ready yep on your mark we'll begin three two one go how many stadiums have hosted two consecutive super bowls uh t- two u.s bank stadium in minnesota is the host this year opened in 2016 the vikings used to play at the metrodome what year did it close 2012 the first Super Bowl was played at L.A. Memorial Coliseum in 1967. Rounded up in the thousands, what was the attendance? Uh, 50,000. The NFL looks for a host city three to five years prior to the bowl. The new Miami Stadium in Miami Gardens got the nod. What year will they host? 2020. Miami's next Super Bowl will give them the record for hosting the most times, breaking a tie with New Orleans. How many will that be? Three. Time. Okay. All right. Okay, you record your time. Let's bring Pinkman back in. Mm. What? Mm. Hey, Jeff, you there? I'm here. Are you still happy with your choice of Pinkman? Yeah, because Fritz got a lot of those wrong. Hey, 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 (laughs) watch it now. (laughs) All right, hang on, Jeff. I like that. We get a little uh, color commentary from the caller uh, in between rounds. What? How you doing? I am well. How are you? Good. I have a category submitted by Mark Quinn. Wow. He, uh, I believe, had his name mentioned every day this week on the show. Nice guy. That's points for him. Points for Mark. Points. 
Thanks, Mark, for all the Super Bowl categories this week. Ah, <laughs> oh, did you hear that, Pinkman? It is a Super Bowl category. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting oh. facts and figures about Super Bowl stadiums. Oh, uh, yeah. You got uh, it? Yes. Super Bowl stadiums. Focus, be the ball. I look am at the me. Ball. Don't, don't look at your device. Look at I me. have no device. Okay. Mr. Fritz, on your mark, we'll begin. <laughs> Three, two, one, begin. How many stadiums have hosted two consecutive Super Bowls? Three. U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota is the host this year. Opened in 2016. The Vikings used to play at the Metrodome. What year did it close? Uh, 2013. The first Super Bowl was played at L.A. Memorial Coliseum in 1967. Rounded up in the thousands. What was the attendance? Uh, 43,000. The NFL looks for a host city three to five years prior to the bowl. New Miami Stadium in Miami Gardens got the nod. What year will they host? Uh, 2021. Miami's next Super Bowl will give them the record for hosting the most times. Breaking a tie with New Orleans. How many will that be? Four. Nine. Ah! Guys, we're neck and neck on a lot Tough of questions. questions. This is oh, this is so exciting. Thanks, Mark. Wonder what's going to happen. All right, you it's ready? A nail biter. Well, Jeff is yeah. hoping. Wait, hang on. Hey, who, Jeff, who did he vote on again? How, how do you feel about your chances now? I feel very good. Okay, you hang on. All right. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, okay. You got like that vote of confidence you got there, Pikmin? Yes. Okay, we're going to grade this. <laughs> Let Let's me see just tell you, you something, please. Four out of the five answers were one apart. Ooh, that's spooky. All right, here we go. How many stadiums have hosted the Super Bowl in two consecutive years? All right, where they go to the same location. We understand what that means consecutive years. I don't know if they did because I I heard their answers. I don't get it. Fritz said two. Fritz said two. Pinky started right off and went three. Well, you have the Orange Bowl in Miami. Points. And that's it. One oh, is the answer. It. Fritz gets no. the point. All right. Damn you, Miami. They hosted Super Bowl two and three. Oh. Losers. Sunday Super Bowl will be at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, that, yeah. That stadium <laughs> opened in 2016. Yeah. The Vikings used to play at the Metrodome. It was a dome stadium. But what year did that close? Fritz said. 2012, and Pinkman one-upped him at 2013. Oh, boy. One of them is on the money. Nice. Come on. 2013. Yes. Fritz gets, uh, Pinkman gets a point. He now leads two to one. Vikings played at TCF Stadium in the University of Minnesota in between there. I see. Points. First Super Bowl played the year I was born in the LA Memorial Coliseum. What was the attendance? By the way, Green Bay beat the the Chefs 35 to 10. The Chefs. Uh Yeah. Isn't that the Chiefs? It is the Chiefs. Uh, Great googly moogly. Fritz said there were rounding up 50,000 people in attendance, and And Pinky said 43,000. The answer? 62,000. We have a tie game. Nice. I'll take it. You don't remember the chefs? That commercial, Great Googly Moogly? No. The guy spelled it wrong doing the Enzo thing, and then he's like, you want to get away? I think it was a Snickers commercial or Eh. something. I don't believe Uh, that. All right. Anyway, let's move on. I remember it. It's a tie game, two to two. Thank you, Fritz. Extra points for He's him. lying. I, I'm not lying. All right. Here's the deal. The NFL looks ahead a few years as they pick cities to host. Rams will host in a new stadium in 2021. Atlanta is hosting in 2019. Oh, that leaves Miami for 2020. Fritz said? 
2020. And Pinkman? 21. He's mm. leading by two, Pinkman. You're Whatever, getting your bro. ass kicked now. You're down by two. Oh, wait. Oh, bing. There you go. I knew we were missing something. Okay, so Fritz, uh, Pinkman, you need to get this on the money to force a tie so uh, Jeff can win on, uh, you can win on time. No, it's if not If that's gonna the happen. case. It's not going to happen? Miami's next Super what Bowl will give them the record for hosting the most times, okay? Oh, so in 2020, when they host, it'll be the most times. Mm-hmm. How many will that be? Well, we already know they did two and three. Right. And now, you know, Super Bowl's two and three, and yeah. now this one is Super Bowl 52. Yeah. So they probably had something in the middle there. Fritz said. I hope so. Fritz said three, and Pinkman said four. The answer, 11. Oh, Pinkman. Pinkman. Not enough. You lose. Oh, yes. Oh, Hey, Jeff, how do you feel about your chances now? Oh. Well, you know, it's okay. It happens, but there's no such thing as bad luck uh, in my world, so it's okay. Okay, so uh, but just you know, sorry, stay inside tomorrow and, and be just extra case, careful, yeah, okay, uh-huh. pal? And thanks I for listening. Think, yeah. Real fast, uh, can I say uh, happy birthday to my dad real fast? Oh, sure. Absolutely. How old? Happy birthday, Dad. 50. Congratulations oh, to your dad birthday, and happy birthday. Uh-huh. Take care, Jeff. Thank you. And that is closest to the pin, a bonus round. Remember, only counts in I'm gonna crop my your face off. No, you're not, because that's my line. Okay, it's my line now. Oh, Talk the me kids through. Are fighting. What is this word again? Krav Maga. It's a martial art. It, no, it's it's the show where the guy fixes everything with a paper paper clip, right? MacGyver. MacGyver. Krav MacGyver. <laughs> Krav MacGyver. Krav Maga. What? Krav. Krav. It's an Israeli defense form of fighting. Lechaim. Krav Maga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maga. Maga. And it's a shot to the neck. Yeah, a whole bunch of palm like strikes no. to the groin, to the neck, to ah, the eyes. Yeah, they ah. teach it as self-defense to women a lot of the time. The eyes are the groins of of the face. Of the face. Your <laughs> eyes like, are your face balls. There's your, there's your show title yeah, right there. Wow. <laughs> the eyes are the, are the groin of the, the face. Groin of the face. <laughs> when we come back, the audio file, and then these two will uh, demonstrate their karate moves. The Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Welcome back. Thursday edition of the Phillips File. Jim Phillips out sick today. Jack Bradshaw, Moira, Pinkman. Hello. And, and Frazier. Right. And Frazier. And Frazier. <laughs> Where did that Frasier. come from? It starts, oh, grammar. <laughs> it starts with an FR. It's Joe Frazier. We also know him as Fritz. Hello, Dude, Fritz. Yes, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Frazier's leaving now. He, he had the wrong oh, studio. Frazier has oh. left the building. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking that. Razor. I was just cro- uh, uh, cruising through the audio file of uh, stuff I didn't get to this week. I know we have a, a shortened audio file. Pat Clark on the way uh, to talk sports. So let's kick it off with some sports and uh, the the big game this Sunday, the Super Bowl. You I guys was going to say, do you have to call it the big game? We don't. All right. We're not selling anything about it. just said the big game. Right. Uh, yeah, I did call it that. So, um, you know, in the at the NFC Championship game, they put Crisco... On the light poles in Philadelphia, oh, so fans go. wouldn't climb them. Mm-hmm. And to me, and to the Philly fan, obviously, they saw that as a challenge. Exactly. And they did climb them. Oh, yeah, ding dong. So they had to, uh, you know, Seth Those Myers is talking people. about that. Because, yeah, know. you know, if 
if Philadelphia, even though the game's in Minnesota, if they defeat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they're going to go eight. You better believe the Philly mm-hmm. fan is going to be celebrating in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah. So let's see how they're handling that. According to Seth Myers Uh-oh. from Grace Late Night, here he announced that they will not grease light poles ahead of the Super Bowl because the grease did not deter people from climbing poles following the NFC Championship game. In fact, all it did was make them impossible to arrest. Now, listen, uh, I believe they do have a method to keep them off the pole. How would you do it? How would you keep them off the poles? Uh, spikes and electrified poles. Oh, electrified's good. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. put one of those uh, cones on it, like similar to if you're trying to keep squirrels away from your bird feeder. Right, or you don't want your dog licking his... Yeah, wound. private parts. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you can't prevent them from doing that, no. Mo. Come on. No, if they have the They're cone dogs. of shame, they can't. They can't do it with the cone of no, shame. Correct. Right. That's why they hate it so much. I think so. Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see. Maybe, maybe we could have a Super Bowl and and. Could you this... put dog poo on it or something? Nobody would want to climb oh, that. Oh, are you kidding me? That's gross. They would take it as a as a badge so, of merit, to of be honor, badge of honor. <laughs> covered, in covered in dog poo. Doo-doo. I climbed to the top of the pole. Oh, Bro, check okay. it out. I climbed yeah. through the dog poo. Yeah. Is that your Philly accent? Don't talk like that. Yeah, they do. No, they don't talk yeah, like that. That's not like Boston. Yeah. No, that's Boston. That was Boston. You're Boston. Got my Randall Cunningham jersey covered in poo. <laughs> How do people in Philadelphia talk? A little New Yorkish. A little New Yorkish, and they have like, they have wide vowels. At broad, <laughs> check it out. I'm climbing this light pole. No, 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 no. no that's, that's New that's England. Even worse. Irish. Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Philly cheesesteak. Car, 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 car. No, hey, car. we got cheese a couple two or three car. Philly cheesesteaks, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Geno's is the best. Uh, no, <laughs> it still sounds like a Southie when you do it. I don't know why. <laughs> you're like, stuck. You're I practice stuck, Boston you're stuck in too much. You're stuck in Boston. I'm sorry. To say. <laughs> My brain's broken. <laughs> I am now Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the NFL commissioner, he gives a state of the league address every year. So let's see what good old Roger Goodell. By the way, Moira, Roger Goodell, still NFL commissioner. Uh, I think you need to pay get off. rid of him. I think you need to pay off a bet. I think he's a leaving. A lot of the focus for us in the offseason is going to be on the rule book. Uh, you look at the, the catch no catch rule. Uh, the officials are officiating that correctly. What we have to do is find a rule that we think is going to address what we think should be a catch in the league. I think that's one of the most uh, uh, one of the rules that where you just you look at a guy, catch it, he goes down to the ground, he rolls over, and if the ball moves a little, they're like, oh, no catch. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that that's the catch, no catch, and they're going to review that because that's frustrating as hell because so many times it looks like, all right, come on, that's a catch. Can't we just agree that's a catch? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, no catch. They had more reviews this year as well, so they're going to be looking at that, yeah. um, looking into that as well. Um Interesting thing as far as the NFL, we'll save that for Pat Clark because there's some trades going on. Um, but, you know, it's also the time where the late night talk shows used to, you know, uh, David Letterman used to send Biff Henderson yeah, yeah. to the games. Uh-huh. And now Jimmy Kimmel kind of does that with Guillermo, his sidekick. Here he is at Media Day uh, talking to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Is it true that Giselle's going to be in that, in that new movie, Sex in the City 3? Everybody wants to know. She's pretty sexy, though. Yeah, she's beautiful and nice. That's my wife, man. What are you talking about? (laughs) Coach Bill, can you sign my Tom Brady cookbook? 
Everybody's saying. Yeah, when I get done, I'll sign it. Yeah. Uh, no, right now. Here, real quick. Just be patient, buddy. Just be patient. When I'm done, I'll sign it. It's an interview session. I gotta, go to, a, I gotta go to a restroom. Well, go ahead and go there. <laughs> <laughs> you can, the video, oh my God. video of that you can see at realradio.fm. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah it, just just be patient, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta go to the bathroom. It, it's what's neat is seeing them outside the, the typical you know sports interview, right. this and that. Uh, so let's move on and cruise on. Uh, Nashville, the mayor, she's having an embarrassing. Uh, uh, Time in her life. What'd she do? Cheated on her husband. In public? Oops. Uh, well, yes, with her, head, was, with her oh. head of security. Oh, no. And now had to apologize for the affair. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I am embarrassed, and I am sad, and I am so sorry for all the pain that I have caused my family and his family. That's Nashville Mayor Megan Barry having the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, she said she's not a robot. What does that mean? Well, actually, she said she's only human. Oh, I see. I have personal failings. I am only human. And uh, I didn't stop being a human when I became the mayor. So there you go. She's still human. Mm-hmm. And she After was human all. then. And she's human now. And she cheated on her husband with her head of security. Aye, yeah. Aye, aye. You know who doesn't have affairs? Oh. Robots. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Are you saying uh, uh, robots for mayor? Yes, Robots for Mayor. They are morally superior. Robots for Mayor. I think that was a Misfit song. <laughs> Maybe you can find it for a rejoin. You got it. Oh, and let's go back on this day in history. Uh, on a fun note, it was this. It was the first day that this show debuted back in 1982. Okay. What was it? Oh. Take a guess. 1982, this show debuted. Cheers. No. Dang it. It was later on in the evening. Happy days. It was late. I got to hear oh, it. Oh, it was it. at night. David Letterman? It was late night with David Letterman. Welcome to Point. the show. You folks are apparently a bright group, bright enough at least to read the applause sign, and I certainly <laughs> I certainly appreciate that. And uh, that was uh, <laughs> David See, Letterman. that applause sign works. Oh, it worked for Letterman, it worked for you. I wonder Quality. if the uh, genius idea, by the way. Uh, I Thank wonder you. if the new episode, because David Letterman has a new series... My next guest needs no introduction. Oh, yeah. right. And every month they come out with a new one. Next one is George Clooney. Did you watch the Barack Obama no, interview? Mo? I didn't. No, I did. It was very good. And um, George Clooney is the next one. That's a February. Oh, guest. I also adore. Clooney. Finally, also <laughs> it was this day in 2003. It was sadness uh, it, mm-hmm. when we were waiting for yeah. Space Shuttle Columbia to come back to Earth, right, and land back at the Cape, and didn't quite make it in the skies over Texas. Right, flight controllers. In a contingency, securing information and notes. Search and rescue teams have been mobilized to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. No tracking data or communications has been reported from the Space Shuttle Columbia since 8 a.m. Central Time this morning as it uh, flew 200,000 feet above north-central Texas en route to a landing at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. With the Challenger explosion years earlier, that you knew right away, okay, that was wrong, that was bad. But this, you were, there was a moment you just, you didn't know you because it just disappeared. It's not like you saw the explosion. It's just, you know, they lost communication. So Could they find you're, it? Could they find st- it? You you're still hoping yeah. that, oh, they're, they'll just come in like in the movies. But I'm sure Mission Control knew right away that, you know, you know things went horribly wrong 
But, uh, yeah, we lost seven astronauts that day in 2003 on this date. All right, so uh, remembering them today, uh, when we come back, we will have sports talk with Mr. Pat Clark from WESH 2 News. He joins the Phillips File when we return on Real Radio 104.1. Right now, we hit the headlines with Big Daddy. Thank you, Boss Man Jack. A man sent a very passionate breakup letter with his Gym Planet Fitness after the chain said he could not cancel his membership over the phone. So he sent a real Dear John letter. He even cancelled his wife's membership as well. Bummer. A young couple in Russia has filmed themselves holding onto a train's windshield wipers as it exceeded speeds of over 70 miles per hour. They said they ain't scared of death and that love is stronger than a 70 mile per hour train. Oh boy. A German shepherd was granted unemployment benefits in Michigan and now the lucky pooch gets $360 a week. You really can't be any more envious of dogs after hearing this, am I right? Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Welcome back. Thursday edition of The Phillips File. Jack Bradshaw in for Jim Phillips under the weather today. Joined by Moira Pinkman and Fritz all here. Oh, yeah. And since it is Thursday and it is just uh, 440-ish, this is the time where we reach out to WESH sports anchor Pat Clark to talk about what's going on in the world of sports and what to keep an eye on this weekend. Pat Clark, how are you today, sir? What's up, Jack? How are you, brother? I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? I'm doing okay. I'm a little bit older, but you know, I'm I'm no worse for wear. I think I'm doing okay today. You are doing okay. Is today your birthday? What? Is today <laughs> your birthday? My birthday? You said you're a little bit older. Well, we get older every day, Jack. Every we do. single day. We do, but we tend to only mark those annually. It's my sister's birthday today. But I called her. Just wait till you get to be my age. You start you start marking them by the minute, okay? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you uh, I know you were at the you ran into Ron Jaworski recently because I saw on the news you had an interview with him, right? Right. Where where was that? Was that at the that wasn't at the golf thing, was it? It was. He was down at the PGA merchandise show last week. Okay. Um he is very big into golf course ownership. Uh, he told me that at one point, about 10 years ago, he had owned as many as 20 golf courses at one time. And now I think he owns six or seven. But he was appearing on behalf of a company that takes care of all of the signage at his golf courses. He happened to be in town. He was coming down for the Pro Bowl 
Uh, and then he was heading off to the Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah. Um, he could not have been any nicer. He was just a terrific guy. He believes, of course, this is, this is, and we even did a little piece on this. This is more his heart talking than his head, but he believes that this is the year for Philadelphia to finally break through and win that first Super Bowl. He was an absolute delight. It was fun talking to him. Yeah, longtime Philadelphia Eagle quarterback. He was the quarterback of the Eagles in 1981 when they lost to my Raiders. And I believe that was their first uh, Super Bowl appearance, but uh, they're looking for their first win. But uh, no, he he was a longtime ESPN analyst. Is he still with ESPN, or was he part of that cutting they had recently? No, well, I yeah. know he's not. I don't believe he's with yeah. ESPN yeah. anymore, and I don't know if he was a victim of that purge yeah. of their employees. But uh, and he was fun to listen to. I mean, the guy's very knowledgeable, and we even asked him uh, about Blake Bortles and his future, and he believes. Blake has a terrific future in the NFL, and he even suggested, and this is before we found out that Blake had surgery on his wrist last week, that Blake should be the quarterback of the future in Jacksonville. So, interesting because I want I want to ask you about that because there's a, you know an a, an option on the table if Jacksonville brings him back, he's guaranteed what seventeen eighteen million somewhere around there nineteen nineteen million one million dollars. Yeah. Uh, what's a million and change between friends? Not bad exactly. for, for the UCF grad and Oviedo High grad. Well, and I hope for his sake that, that they keep him and he gets it. And, of course, if now this, is, this gets a little convoluted, he had the surgery. If he cannot be medically cleared by the beginning of a new NFL season, which is in mid-March, then by default that contract becomes guaranteed. Really? And he, and he will get the $19 million, uh, whether – whether Jacksonville would cut him or not at that point. And, of course, it wouldn't fiscally make any sense for them to cut him if they owed him $19 million. That's not to suggest that Jacksonville is thinking about doing that anyway, whether he's healthy or not. Um, I'm just saying that's that's the way that contract uh, is stated. Uh, they did pick up that fifth-year option, but um, they will owe him all that money if he's not declared medically cleared by the middle of March. See, it was interesting after a really rough uh, preseason where like two weeks before the season there was kind of doubt on who would be the quarterback of the Jaguars. He kind of was named the starter in the, the final preseason game. But then during the season, he, he gave them maybe one or two games aside everything you would want from a quarterback. Yes. Now the question is, and in the NFC, in the AFC Championship game, did they ask enough of him? And I talk about at the end of the, the, the second quarter, almost a minute left, and they have him taking a knee. They they didn't want to risk it. I mean, if the if it was the other team with the ball, New England with Tom Brady, they're not going to yeah. sit on 55 seconds. They're going to go for it, but they chose not to do that. But that's not on Blake Bortles. That's more on the play calling and the head coach for Jacksonville. So, did they ask enough of him? It's not on Blake, but it might be because of Blake. Right. Um, And, yeah, I'm with you on that. I watched that, and I'm like, what are they doing? They still, I mean, here's your two-minute offense. Where is it? This is a huge football game. Why aren't you going down and trying to at least get three points out of this? Well, part of it must have been because, and you'll notice, Jack, too, that in that game, it was uh, the passes that Blake threw were mostly dink and dunk. Yeah. I mean, he he wasn't throwing downfield. And another part of that is, is like, do they trust him enough to let him throw downfield? Well, clearly, that wasn't that wasn't in the game plan. Again, I really hope things work out for Blake. He is he has weathered so much criticism. Uh, much of it uh, has been warranted, but they played in the AFC Championship game. I know that the defense had a, had much to do with that. Uh, 
but Blake was the quarterback, and he had some he had some very good games this season. I would just hate to see if a healthy Blake Bortles is is released because I don't know where he would go from there. Right. Maybe, you know, bring him in with a little receiving help and uh, his numbers can improve. But it it will be interesting to see. We're seeing some quarterbacks move around with Alex Smith going to Washington. That leaves uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. Cousins, Yeah, Yeah, where's he going? Yeah, exactly. I know uh, Von Miller with with Denver uh, was on a show when he actually said he'd love for him to come to Denver. I know that can't make the three quarterbacks on the roster feel real good when the, the biggest star on your right. team is calling for another quarterback to come in to save them. Yeah, exactly. Jack, I wanted to ask you if you went to the Pro Bowl last weekend. I did not, sir. Um, my, you had things going on? Yeah, you know, uh, you're normally the one talking about stories about your sisters coming to town. Uh, last weekend was my week for for all my sisters coming to town for my mom's birthday, so... I was kind of entertaining and taking care of things at home. Do they eat a lot and drink a lot too? Oh, Patrick, you wouldn't believe it. You know, <laughs> not not yeah, he not, believe not too bad. Not too bad on the alcohol, but yeah, there's not a, a scrap of food left in my pantry, Patrick. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's like I just stand. How many sisters do you have anyway? I have six sisters. Oh boy, get yeah. out! I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. <laughs> He's five, yeah, five older and one younger. Are they attractive people? You know, they, oh, they so they are. Yes, yeah. I'd say the whole family uh, from top to bottom, pretty fine-looking uh, family, right? Uh, right. Yeah, totally. What did you guys say? Yeah. That one guy? Might, have been a little, might have been a little hiccup with you, but uh. <laughs> he's the only boy. Something went a little wrong. Yeah, you know. I still, for the life of me, don't know why my parents didn't stop after me. They had to keep going. It's like we got the boy. Oh, why? you think you were it, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Well, they were trying for another one. They know what causes that, you know. Uh-huh, I know yeah. what. Anyway, well, so I did go. To, I did go to the Pro Bowl, Jack, and um, it was. I mean, it was just a gloomy day. Yeah, and you know the the timing could not have been worse because, as you know, Boring at rain. the end of the first quarter, the NFL recognized the thirteen and zero UCF football team. Yes, and those guys were in the north end zone waiting to walk out. And I'm telling you, just moments before the end of the first quarter, there was a downpour. Uh, unlike any we have seen around here in a long time, and it was really nice to get the rain, but the timing was yeah. was, was really bad for this. That's because God's and, an Alabama fan. Uh-huh. Roll Tide, yeah. Roll Tide. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Amen. Well, there were there were a number of empty seats. I mean, it wasn't a sellout, not at all. Not like it was in year number one of the Pro Bowl last year. Of course, I think the novelty of the Pro Bowl coming for the very first time to Orlando last year helped sell all those seats. Yeah, and the weather. Uh, no doubt, kept some of the people away, and there was even more attrition after that initial downpour. You saw people, especially in the upper deck, people sitting in what I believe were the $45 seats mm-hmm. who started who started to leave. But it was still nice having the NFL here. They, they are now in an option year where the NFL has to decide if they want to bring the game back for a third year, and we'll probably know that uh, in the next in the next few months. Because it's more than just the game. It's like a week long of events out at uh, uh, Disney's Wide World of Sports, and where the fan, it's real interactive for the fans. And you know I, that. Well, it sure is. Yeah. And and the Wide World of Sports is the perfect venue for that. I yeah. mean, they have so much room down there. The only possible negative of that is that I mean, you got to really want the Wide World of Sports. Again, no knock on Disney at all, but if you want to get down there, you have to—you yeah. never know what the traffic patterns are going to be like. And yeah. uh, but once you get there, it's—it certainly is worth it. I'm—I'm I'm glad that we've had that experience, and I certainly wouldn't mind if they bring it back one more year. Well, there isn't anybody who thinks it's good football, though, right? I mean, 
No, 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 there's nothing to the game. I, towards the end, it it was a close game at the end, and the AFC made a great comeback, Moira, to, to win the game in the second half. They were down uh, 20, 20 to 3 at halftime. The final score was 24 to 23, I think, with the AFC winning. But towards the end, these players start realizing that, hey, look, we're close here. If we can close this out and win the game, then we're going to each get $64,000, <laughs> yeah. whereas the losers only get $32,000. Oh, that's, oh a, that's a sad see, afternoon's that, work, huh? No, yeah, that, but, that's incentive, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, it, it is. But for most of the game, certainly early on, uh, when you see these running backs run into the line, if, if someone even gets a hand on them, the referee's like blowing the whistle. Yeah. All you do is just like it's it, it's almost like touch football for a while. And you can understand <laughs> yeah. that, too. It's an exhibition game. No one really cares who wins except the players who are earning the money. Right. Um, the fans go because they want to see their, their favorite stars play, and that isn't often the case. You get some big superstars, yes, but those who are playing in the Super Bowl obviously weren't here in Orlando. And you see a lot of attrition with the players, too, being replaced by such and such because he has a nagging injury to, I don't know, his lip. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's making enough money where he doesn't need to, to make the trip to Orlando. But, exactly. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if I, when they started it and that trip to Hawaii probably was a great incentive for some of the players with the contracts that were being handed out by the NFL you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. But nowadays, right. when you know it's, you know, Drew Brees and his family seem to have a good time. Video of his kids fighting on the sideline and stuff. <laughs> that was nice. one of the highlights of the game, wasn't it? it? Patrick, uh, but it, it tends to do well in the ratings. Yeah, I be- yeah it, it does okay. But Drew Super- Brees' kids—that was some of the hardest hitting we saw. <laughs> <laughs> Count it. I think we have the video at RealRadio.fm. Patrick, uh, Super Bowl Fifty Two is on NBC. That is your station uh, locally. Do you ever make the pitch to say, "All right, send me there," or is the fact that it's in Minnesota say, "I'm not going"? Too cold. Yeah. No, I don't think that. We were all hoping, of course, that Jacksonville would have won that AFC championship game, and then it would have been a no-brainer to go to the Super Bowl. We right. would have definitely been there. But uh, no, the NBC's coverage begins. I want to say now? even before Wait. noon. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it really. begins Patrick, now. It just started. Yeah, uh-huh. they have so <laughs> many started. hours and hours and hours of pregame. You know, tailgating yeah. coverage, every kind of possible feature story you could imagine. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Are you and working? All those people, Moira, who call in sick on Monday. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking I don't know about... why they. I don't know why they couldn't. Uh, you know, the, the, take that tradition and move it. I don't know why the Super Bowl isn't played on a Saturday night. It just uh, I, or Saturday during the day. I just don't understand that. Why they play it on Sunday nights? Because you got all these people who call in sick on Monday. Why not make it a weekend event and play the game on Saturday night so people have Sunday to recover? Right. Doesn't that make sense? It's, it's, yes. It's, you, you know what's funny, Pat? Whenever I hear a solution proposed about this, it's people saying, "Why can't we just have Monday off?" But <laughs> I like okay, well, well, I like the way you do it. It makes a little more sense, actually. No one has to. So Super Bowl you, you don't Sunday, lose the work date. it turns yeah. into a drinking holiday. Yes, yeah. it's like worse than St. Yeah. Patrick's Day or something. I mean, from beginning to end, people are drinking, 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 and so they're not calling in because they're staying up late or they're tired. They're calling in really hungover, right? Yes. Right. Is that what yeah, you I don't know. Yeah. Well, my sisters make a weekend out of it. You know, they they, they <laughs> oh, start they their bender at about 4 o'clock on Friday on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> good for them. Uh, good night, nurse. Really? <laughs> Are you a fan of the commercials, Pat? Oh, yeah. I do. I like the commercials. Yeah. yeah. I do. I've I look been... forward to them. 
I actually avoid them because now the big thing is that they just release them online because I've seen them. Yeah, the companies are like, well, we're going to get our our commercials seen by everyone. I'd rather just you know catch them during the game itself, but. But nobody's quiet. Well, Everybody's walk, getting up to get chicken wings. You know, people are getting up to walk around. This is around. why I watch the game by myself. Oh, I see. And I like it better that way. Mm-hmm. You watch it by yourself? Yeah. It's Nerd. not very sociable, is it? Sad. Who has to be sociable? Just saying. Yeah, Listen, it's just him sitting on the paying, toilet. If you're paying $5 million for a 30-second spot during the Super Bowl, yeah. you want people to see it. Yeah. Whether it runs during the Super Bowl or some other time. That's why they release those so early. These people want eyes on that, on that commercial that they've spent mm-hmm. so much money. Yeah. So there, you'll Five have a million bucks. You yeah, guys, that's a lot. Are you working on Sunday? I am. Yes, I always work on Super Bowl Sunday. So what? I mean, you have a what? A local like? Well, they'll, they'll come to, because I think we've got the Super Bowl game. Yeah. And then isn't there an episode of of This Is Us? Oh, the crying show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a crying Look, show. He's, a crying show. He's tearing up right now. <laughs> thinking about it. I'm getting all worked up. Now we that. know how Jack dies. Damn crockpot. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, Pat, I hear a lot more people talking about this Instant Pot. Now I'm interested in getting one, and I don't even cook. Well, you're the one who brought it to me, and I'll I'll go to my grave thanking Jim for buying it. And I know he didn't buy it for me, but I kept it. (laughs) I love that. He did sort of, yeah. I I do love that story. I I make no apologies for that because it's... It's going to be absolutely terrific. Spaghetti is the next thing I'm going to make in it. You can put the dry spaghetti in this thing. Well, what kind of liquid? Spaghetti sauce in there with a little bit of water, and you put the lid on, and it it cooks the, the pasta as it's making the spaghetti. It's just what? incredible. Yeah. I think that. Right? Are you sure you're not going to get sick? I think that, I don't know. I mean, how long does it take to make regular spaghetti on top of the stove? Takes you as long as it takes to boil the water and the noodles. How long does yeah, it take? But you're in, using, but think pot. about it though. You're using all these pans. You're using a separate pan to make your sauce. That's mm-hmm. true. If you've got to brown the meat, that's just that's another skillet you've got to use, and then you've got to use uh, a Dutch oven with water. <laughs> you got to boil the pasta, then yeah. you have to drain the pasta in a cup. Think of all the dishes that you're dirtying. I see. If you dump all of that stuff right into an instant pot, put the lid on. Presto. It's, it's yeah, presto. Exactly. Huh. huh. All right. All right. All right. Bet, I believe I'm you. Telling you. Now, I don't know how much they cost because mine, mine was a gift. I have no <laughs> idea. How much they cost. Yeah. Now they're selling one. I saw they're selling a mini version. Oh yeah. You know, instead of that big ass five quart whatever it is, you know, the the original. Now they're selling a yeah. smaller version, and now it becomes interesting to me. <laughs> that's probably for those who spend a lot of time alone, like Jack. Oh, yeah, that's me, buddy. Uh-huh. But I'll I'll hear the commercials and I'll watch the game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sport. He's working. You're gonna watch. Up. You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna watch the puppy bowl there at, oh, at work. Puppy bowl. Oh. Uh, no, no puppy bowl for you. Oh. Okay. No. I hear all the dogs come from locally from Central Florida. No, they don't. They do. Wait, do I saw a story about it yesterday? It's in oh. the news. It's on TV. Do it's they still be have true. a lingerie bowl? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna, Pat, do they still have the lingerie bowl? No, I, I would have no knowledge of that. <laughs> Uh, of course. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. Pat Clark is the sports anchor for uh, Wesh 2. If you want to follow him on Twitter, it's Pat Clark 39 uh, where He has 499 followers. I want him to be what? over 500 in the next minute. Okay. So someone out there, go I'll follow. I'll do it. I'm following right you now. You go follow Pat Clark right now Doing on right Twitter, now. and you'll get updates on the Orlando Magic and their summer league, and also UCF QB Mackenzie Milton. He's got some tweets about that. Patrick Clark, we appreciate it. You enjoy the big game on Sunday, sir. Okay, buddy. Take care, Jack. See you guys later. All right. Take care. That is Pat Clark from Wesh.
too. Uh, we did appreciate it. him. I'm 500. You are his 500th follower. I did it. Excellent. Uh huh. Just saying. Now follow me, Mo. Why I do, already follow why do you, you. Why do you? Why do you unfollow me? That shot doctor nine six nine. That son of a bitch, shot doctor. I follow him. <laughs> yeah. I'm promoting him, and he can't even follow he me. Followed he followed me. He right followed away. the two of you. Yeah, he yeah. sure did. He but likes he, us. Yeah, he didn't know how to. He, he didn't know Yankee Jack was my Twitter uh, handle. I don't think he knows how to plug in a computer or even mm, turn no, it on. No, he definitely. He does require a lot of help. That's but why he never turns us off. He said he's better than Donald Trump at Twitter. I don't think that's true. He told me that. All right. <laughs> your, your calls at 407-916-1041 when we come back. Also, we'll talk to Fritz and Pinkman. They each have topics they want to bring up. And then we also have a closest to the pin round in the 5 o'clock hour. Mo is going to play the game and a great prize up for grabs. It's when we return the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday edition of the Phillips File. Jim Phillips not feeling well today. Staying home, playing video games. Uh, Jack Bradshaw, Moira, Pinkman, yeah. and Fritz all here. Hello. You anybody don't know who's anybody right here. You don't know he's not playing video games. I do. I what? sort of do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of do. It's a cool. Video games are cool. I mean, yeah. where they are now compared to where they used to be and how they started the evolution. It's like being in a movie. I just finished Battlefront 2, Star Wars, and it's like, you know, you're a character in a movie, and then if it's a movie franchise that you're fond of, yes. then it's even cooler. Yeah, kind of like my guy Jeff Fritz. He's playing second base for the Seattle Mariners right now. 816 oh. career home runs. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. What? That's a beautiful. In the baseball game, you get to build a character and name it after yourself. Yep. I have an afro. <laughs> Which he did. Oh, I had an afro all through high school. Same. All through high school. I had what you they still call have one now. It's a Jew for a longer. Bit. Yeah, I know. I got to get my hair cut this weekend. Uh, like, uh, don't do we're it. We're not going to be together tomorrow, but tomorrow is National Crepe Day or Heavenly Hash Day. Oh, Heavenly Hash is ice cream, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's crepe or Heavenly Hash or both. Mix them all together. I don't care. Yeah. And then Saturday is Carrot Cake Day, which is a good time, I love right? That comedian. Carrot Cake. No, <laughs> not Carrot Top. Carrot Cake. <laughs> What about Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, here it is. What's Homemade soup. Get it for Super Bowl? I don't know. Home- no, no, that's I'm a stretch. <laughs> soup. That's a stretch. It'd be chicken wing day. <laughs> it's not, but it is stuffed mushroom day also. Ooh, those are good appies. I like the fact that there's no thought in the why this no, day is February the day. No, it's February 4th. So it, if, if the Super Bowl falls on the 5th, yeah. It would be something different, but it doesn't. It falls on the 4th, which is homemade soup day. I understand. So why is February 4th and not July 17th homemade soup day? That's or a, ask the December or stuffed 8th. Mushroom. Ask yeah. the right. Stuffed Mushroom Federation. What does February because, 4th rhyme with? February 4th. Storf Mushroom. February 4th. <laughs> I don't know. February. Yeah. Phone uh, lines anyway. open. 407-916-1041. We have Melissa. Thanks for calling the Phillips file. Melissa, what could we do for you? I wanted to find out if you guys got the movie pass. Jack did. I did get the movie pass. Movie. Um, you got it yet? 
I did, and the card came in. I used it once on Sunday to see The Greatest Showman, and I absolutely love it. And my wife and I are planning to go to the movies tomorrow to see Shape of Water. <sighs> Good. Everybody Ooh. should get it. It's great. Yeah, so uh, you have got you, one? You have one as well? Yes, we do. So, did how, you go to the movies before? No, very see? seldom. Very seldom. That's see, where I am. Very seldom. No, but I think you go more because of this now. Because I have an interest in the movies, but I always say, oh, I'll just wait it's till it's expensive. on Netflix. Yeah. And I'll wait six months. But now you don't have to wait. And it forces you to go out. And that's the beauty of this. So, Melissa, how is how has your movie viewing changed now that you are a member of MoviePass? Well, if there's a movie I'm not sure that I would typically see, and there, I will go see it just because I can. And what? if it's not great, no big deal. Yeah. Now what, it's ten bucks a month or something. It's ten bucks a month, nine ninety five a month. Melissa, are you married? Do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend? What, uh, what, what what's your status? You're married. Does your husband married. have one too? Oh. Yes, he does. Okay, so do you ever go to movies by yourself that he's not interested in, or do you uh, only go so together? My daughter, my daughter has one, so her and I will go to ones he's not interested in. Oh, yeah, very cool. Type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been doing this? We've had it since December. Well, nobody's had it longer than that. It just well, started. No, it's about five months, I think. They started. That's been out for a yeah, while. Yeah, about five months or so. Well, it just hit the it just hit the fan. Then I mean, it really just well, exploded. Th- there've been some interviews. I saw an interview on yeah. NBC Today Show right, a too. few weeks ago, and that's uh-huh. like, why why am I not doing this? I thought about it a week, and then I I did it, and I couldn't wait for the thing to come. Melissa, thanks. So, what's the next movie you're gonna see? Um, I'm not sure what's going on this weekend. I'll have to take a look. I'm not sure. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> It's awesome. All right, thank you for the call. I think for people that aren't, uh, well, for Pete, it's great for two groups. If you are a rabid movie person, yes, you are getting quite the discount. Wanzi and Doug need to have a movie pass. They must Why do don't it? they? Yeah. I, I don't know. I would ask, but Wanzi doesn't seem to show up anymore. Oh, uh, he was just here. Uh, was he here? He was here Monday. Was he? He was. He was. He we, totally was. We don't get to participate in that uh, segment, right. so we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Really, there is no room to breathe in that segment. <laughs> okay, listen. Yeah. They were both here. That's all we yeah, get to do. They yeah. were here. So, <laughs> if, if you are a rabid movie person, that is a real like financial like no-brainer, yes, right? Because absolutely. you see uh, one movie a day, if you want to, mm-hmm. for nine ninety-five or whatever you said. A month. Yeah, a month. So yeah. it's awesome. Now, it's also good for people who would like to be more... Uh, att- attend more movies. Yes, but who—that's me, like you or yeah. me. I would like to. I think it's really expensive. Right, but now it becomes more finan- You know, uh, ma- uh, financially not as uh, scary, daunting. I mean, right, for yeah, me. yeah. Just for uh, you and another person, you go out to the movies. Uh, Twenty-eight 40. bucks. Yeah, right. I think I was thinking thirty, but yes, that's right. Yeah, thirty bucks. It depends on you know where you go. That's a maybe that's a matinee price. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Twenty-eight, but the. You know, so I'm more, I like seeing movies, and I'd rather see them in the theater. And you like getting a good deal. And I so love a getting a good deal, yeah. so. <laughs> so. that's good. Ten bucks a month, you get a card, you go, and you can see up to one movie a day, every single day. One that, movie a day. But that you really, can't go to two movies a day. Nope. No. That is just such a genius idea. Can you go to um, the same movie two days in a row? Yes. Yes. Oh. You can see the same movie as much as you want. Thirty as long days as it's in all a row, a day you can apart. see the same movie. Yeah, if you want to throw your money away, Mo. Is it, cer- <laughs> o- is it only certain theaters? Yes. Oh, see, that's so another you look, thing. 
You have to see the theaters that are, are taking part in the deal. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot of them. The two closest theaters to me, uh, three, because Winter Park, Altamont Springs, Oviedo, uh, Marketplace, oh, yeah. the three main theaters around me, even the Enzion's part of it. No. Down, uh-huh. down, yeah, la- last time I checked, it was. Our downtown Cobb Theater is part of it, too. Yeah. I love that place. So if you go to one movie a month, you're covering the cost. Anything more than that, gravy. And it it, <laughs> it, it creates yeah, like it creates a date night. It creates a, a chance for my wife and I to go out together. So it's forced socialization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like to call it force. I willingly yeah, do kind this. Of no, I'm, but I who like gets her. Pick? She's very nice. We she, alternate. She I'm let, I She's let her... way nicer than you. Totally. But, okay, so wait. Who picks the movie? She, we can alternate. She's picking tomorrow night's movie. She wants to see Shape of Water. She. I win because I want to see that one, too. Okay, perfect. Oh, spoiler alert. But I really want to see three billboards, and I don't think she does, so that's going to be the one I pick. Ha-ha, mm. <laughs> take that. Yeah, <laughs> take that, wife. Yeah, anyway, Moira, I know uh, yes. we have the game coming up, but uh, after that, there's a bit of technology that you just made me privy to that yeah. I think we're going to have to talk about a little later on today. Thanks to our friends at Nissan. Yeah. No, this is neither. Now, you said the Elon Musk flamethrowers are sold mm-hmm. out, Pinkman? Yes. Jared. All right. Well, then spend There's your money on something new. Yeah. Remote control slippers. No, they're parking. They park themselves. <laughs> nice. And desk chairs. The, and and oh, desk chairs. Yeah, those are parking cool. chairs. Look at this. These slippers have some kind of technology in the bottom of them, and they developed slippers that park themselves yeah. under the bed or wherever you have the and then they go under. And the same thing if the chairs at your dining room table are all over the place or in a conference room, they all pull in. They tuck themselves under. It's the coolest thing ever. Does this go cool. in the category of you have too much money? Yes, don't. Yes. <laughs> you, have, Most you, can't put, you can't put your slippers away. They have to Mm-mm. park themselves. Actually, that would work at home because I can't get anyone to put their shoes away. See? So when the dog oh, chews up, it was them, inspired hey, that, by the cars you. that park the self parkers. <laughs> right, that's what it was inspired by. Yeah. You know, the Nissan Leaf or whatever, something like that. It's the Nissan people who created parking slippers and parking chairs. Now, look at that. But we're techno- We're getting away from doing things we should be doing for ourselves. Like put your chair in when you're done. You know, yeah. you don't need a chair that parks itself. Right. You know, you should be able to put your chair in after you get up. Yeah. It just allows us to be more sloppy and let technology clean button, up the mess. All 12 of those uh, chairs in that conference room under the table. When we come and- back, Moira's in the hot seat for closest to the pin. When she gets up, we'll see what her chair does. Oh, come on. What? Is it going to park itself? It is. All right. I'm going to push it under. We've got a game. Phone lines open. You want to play against Moira? 407-916-1041. Closest to the pin when we return on the Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's someone else. All right, Jack Bradshaw, filling in for Jim, who's homesick. Moira, who's going to be in the hot seat in just a moment, her self-parking hot seat. Mm -hmm. And Pinkman and Fritz all here for you on this Thursday edition of the Phillips File. So You Want to Win It is in our future, but right now we focus on closest Mm. to the pin. Moira, would you mind going to the soundproof booth as Mr. Fritz tells our contestant, John, what he's playing for? 
You have a chance to win a pair of tickets to Wassie's Cooking Class. Kevin Ward's Southern Roots on February 24th at Wassie's Meat Market in Melbourne. Come join Kevin Ward for an evening of grilled and smoked dishes inspired by his Southern Roots. Dishes like meatloaf fatty, crispy porchetta, <laughs> shrimp and pimento cheese grits, biscuits and brisket gravy, and a whole bunch of great stuff. Also, you can't miss Kevin Ward's great stories. Everyone loves saying meatloaf fatty. I want to know what it is. <laughs> well, why don't you go to the cooking class? We could probably maybe get I will. you. Maybe John will take you if he wins. Hello, John. Hey, how you doing? How about a date with Pinkman at the cooking class? What do you say? Yeah, I'm thinking taking my daughter, but uh, <laughs> probably. You know. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with my daughter. So how about that? What? <laughs> That's something okay. we don't know. All right, John. Here's your category, my friend. Deja vu all over again from Brad. Thanks to Brad for the category. Facts and figures related to the movie Groundhog Day in reference to tomorrow. Tomorrow's Groundhog's Day. What? So this is a category about the movie. Are you ready to play, sir? Oh, I think I've seen that. Let's confirm a few things, Mr. Fritz. Are you going to record answers? Oh yeah. And Mr. Pinkman, will you record John's time? Oh yeah, I'll do that. Good luck, John. <laughs> Are we keeping you from something, Mr. No, Pinkman? No, no, I'm, I'm just doing a thing. Don't you worry good? about me. Yeah. You good? I was trying to source a daughter before this cooking class. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't. They're very expensive. John and I can attest to that. All right, John, you ready to play? I'm ready. Let's begin this. All right, here we go in three, two, one, begin. When was the movie, I say again, when was the movie released? 1986. To the nearest whole number from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how did it do on IMDb's rating scale? An 8. Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton turned down playing TV weatherman Phil Connors. How old is Bill Murray? Bill Murray is 74. Spoiler alert, at 6 o'clock on the morning of February 2nd, Bill Murray's character wakes up to I Got You Babe by Sonny and Cher. When was their song originally released? 1964. File favorite Stephen Tobolowski played annoying insurance salesman Ned Ryerson. How old is Stephen? He is 71. Time. Okay, John, great job. We're going to put you on hold. Let's bring Moira back in for her shot at the same five questions. Thanks again to Brad for the category. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Mo. Thanks, Brad. Our self-parking chairs are broken. Your chair was right oh, where you left it. Damn it. Makes Lame. it easy for you to slide in. Yeah, here I am. And play Who's your it? round. Hey. Hey. Closest to the pin, Mo, from Brad. Deja vu all over again. Uh-oh. What? What do you think it's about? Um. Oh, Groundhog Day. You got it right. Facts yeah. and figures related to the movie Groundhog Day. Oh, I thought it was a holiday. Groundhog. Well, the movie's about the holiday. Mm, the deja yeah. vu part's about the movie. Right, I see. These questions are right. about the movie in reference to tomorrow's holiday. Uh, okay. Did we square that away? I think I'm more confused than I started. Fritz is recording your answers. Mr. Pinkman will keep time on his mark. We begin. Three, two, one, begin. When was the movie? I say again, when was the movie released? 89. To the nearest whole number from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how did it do on IMDb's rating scale? 7. Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton turned down playing TV weatherman Phil Connors. How old is Bill Murray? Mm, 68. Spoiler alert, at 6 o'clock on the morning of February 2nd, Bill Murray's character wakes up to I Got You Babe by <laughs> Sonny and Cher. Uh -huh. When was their song originally released? 73. 
File favorite Stephen Tobolowski played annoying insurance salesman Ned Ryerson. How old is Stephen? 71. And time. Nice. Nice. All right, you're playing against John, hoping to be a victor today. I don't know any of this. Matter of fact, Victor. I think we lost our backup, so I think John is going to oh, come good. out victorious. I love that. Either way, it's meatloaf like, fatty. I like how you waited until. All right, well, guess what? You're probably going to win anyway. I didn't know if you were going to put someone else up there. I, and I was then, trying. That's why Pinkman yeah. was. Yeah, we were doing a thing. Yeah, yeah, you're doing your thing. Well, let's do our thing here. Let's see who let's gets get, what. Yeah, okay. When was the movie released? It wound up making seventy-one million dollars. Jeez, damn. It was Is that good. A lot or yeah. not so much. Well, it was good, especially back then, and also based on oh, the oh, budget. Matter of yeah. fact, if if research would go to uh, see what the movie costs to make, I think it's probably a sizable uh, profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it when was. was the movie released? John I don't said know. 1986. Moira 1989. 1993. Ah. Moira gets a point. She's up one nothing. Oh, boy. The movie costs $14.6 million. Oh, look at that return. Yeah, pretty That's good nice. profit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so from on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, what what's its ranking on IMDb? John said 8. Moira? 7. Pinkman, can you tell? Is it right there? Oh, no, I wasn't looking. Right on the money. What? 8. Double points for John. He's up two to one. Meatloaf fatty. Oh, I can hear him on hold. He just said, take that, Moira. All right. (laughs) So nasty about it. Do you think Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton regret turning down the role? It was a cult classic. I don't think it was so popular. Was it popular? Right. I love the movie. I don't know. It's weird when you find out that roles were offered to different actors first for iconic films. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're like, do they regret it now? Right. Or do they think... Or he did better with it. Or I can't imagine so and so in the, it. Right. Would the movie have sucked with a different actor? Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, we'll never know what it would be like with Tom Hanks or Michael Keaton since they both turned down playing the lead role. Yes. Bill Murray did get the part. How old is Bill Murray? Uh-oh. John said 74. Mm-mm. Moira 68. 67. Oh. Moira gets the point. She ties the game. Sorry. It's two to two. Uh. Two to two. Spoiler alert. Tell, uh, uh, Sunny and Cher. Is t- that- yeah. yeah. Uh, Sunny and Cher at six in the morning. What? Uh-huh. Six in the morning tomorrow. That's, That's right. so early. It is. I'm not doing it. I want you to play Sunny and Cher. I got you, babe, tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., Pikmin. I will set that up for it to play in your house. Or <laughs> Alexa, you could do that with Alexa. Sunny and Cher. Or maybe just text Angel and have him do it. What's up, Logos? So anyway, when the song Sunny and Cher's I Got You Babe, when was that released? It spent three weeks at number one on the Billboard's Hot 100. Mm-hmm. So the date of release or the year of release, John said. 1964. <gasps> Moira. 73. Off by one year. 1965. Oh, oh John gets a point. Damn. He leads three to two. I thought I had that one. You did. I know you were right. celebrating quietly. Yes, indeed. Well, let's see if you can bring yes. it home with someone you actually met in person Ooh. who was here on this show, Stephen uh, Tobolowski. Yep, nice yep. guy. He played Ned Ryerson. Great in the movie. Great in a lot of things. How but how is old he? is he? I don't know. Appeared in over 200 films and many television products. How old yeah. is uh, Stephen Tobolowski? John said. Jack, I think this game is over. Why? Why? They both said 71. He is 66. They oh. each get a point, but John wins yeah, the game. Oh, by one right. point. 
John, oh, congratulations on your victory today. Damn it. Thank you. Good nice. game, Moira. Okay, that was oh, fun. See, he's very polite. That was fun. Uh, Thank what, you, John. Hang on. You're getting a prize, buddy. Uh, what's your record? Oh, zero yeah, one, is, I guess. Oh, <laughs> my. Oh. Well, that's... That's closest to the pin. Mm-hmm. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, ah. hand grenades, Take it. and closest to the pin. Moira literally is trying to shake off the loss here. You gotta I don't let, like it. I don't you gotta like let it. this stuff go, Mo. <laughs> 24 like hours, bad luck. I know. I don't like it. You gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. All right, we have... Uh, you know, we have a lot to talk about. Fritz and Pinkman both have things they want to discuss. Oh and also, I want to talk about Game Night. Ooh. And there's a new game out for cheaters. What? And we'll get to that when we return. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Right now, we take a look or a listen to the headlines with Big Daddy. Thank you, Boss Man Jack. A new study suggests that hearing voices might not be so much a mental illness, but maybe signs of a finely tuned mind. Participants were able to detect hidden speech sounds that normal ears would think sounded like birds. A sphincter says what? Damn. I didn't say that fast enough. The first ever sex brothel featuring robot dolls has opened in Paris. For $110 an hour you can have your way with a computer. Big Daddy is cheaper. Holla at ya boy. New porn laws will mean Pornhub will ask for your name and address before browsing their content. It's intended to prevent minors from accessing their explicit movies however some users fear an Ashley Madison type leak could spring up in the future. Get it? Boner joke. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Take Big Daddy wherever you want with the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That is right and it also super free preview weekend where you can listen to all those millions of songs and albums and all that fun stuff that's on there. In addition to taking us as a show with you wherever you go, all you have to do right now is go to the App Store on your smartphone, type in iHeartRadio, and click download. It's that easy, so go ahead and do it. Download our free iHeartRadio app today. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the... You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 104.1. I'm not waiting for it. It's a Thursday edition Aww. of the Phillips File. We've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is a Thursday edition of The File. Jack, I'm in for uh, Jim Phillips. Not feeling well today, taking the day off. He'll be back on Monday. Moira, Pinkman, Fritz, all here. Uh, tomorrow at this time, hosting the Jim Colbert Show will be none other than Jim Colbert. Hello, Jim. <laughs> Hello, Jack. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm on my way to cook uh, for Primetime Kitchen. What, wait, where are you going to cook for Primetime Kitchen? So, you know, Fairville Mega Megastore, our longtime partner and friends, yes. uh, have uh, have a pre-Valentine's kind of open house party where they bring in vendors and, uh, you know, people to do demos and whatnot. Not like demos, like those demos, but like, you know, lube demos and whatnot. 
No. That even sounds bad. That even sounds bad. Let me stop there. So there's demos. Uh, so what I do is I provide like a little sweet bite and a little savory bite as you uh, wander through the store tonight. So it's just a little partnership we've had with these guys uh, for a couple of years. That's been fun. Now, I know in the past for the, the pre-Valentine's Day party that Real Radio has been a part of at Fairville Megasaur, always a huge hit, always a well-attended event. Um, is this... I don't want to, the strangest or the most out of the ordinary spot where Primetime Kitchen is making an appearance? I guess that's a subjective thing because we actually did record the show inside uh, the Atlantis display at the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex, and that was actually pretty darn amazing. We set up our, our setup, uh, studio setup below the shuttle, so we actually recorded the show under the shuttle. That's kind of hard to beat. Put the new boobs, you know? <laughs> so what are you looking so forward what are you looking forward to at fair villa megasaur tonight what what are what are you serving so we uh, did a little in-house uh three cheese ravioli uh with some ricotta fresh parsley some garlic some uh, pecorino romano and some uh, little parmesan and we make our own in-house pasta and we're going to do a little roasted red pepper marinara and some basil oil for that little bite and then we have a hazelnut french silk a uh, little one-ounce thing with some Chantilly cream on top and a little raspberry sauce in the middle. That sounds amazing because I can eat everything you just mentioned. That's awesome. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, yeah. I kept thinking, veal? He's going to put veal in it, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, so it's, it's actually a really cool event, and uh, we have a lot of fun there. You know, we come in through the... Uh, uh, it, oh, God, I'm not even but Anyway, we get, into, we get into the property other than the front entrance. That's oh. how we go into the property to put our wares. So out. you go in the back door. Ew. Ew. Yes, so yes, we, the, yes. the uh, oh my god! As you listen to that menu, it's like this is this is you know the hillbilly from Palatka. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It, it's but just it's, it's amazing how far you've come over the past twenty years as far as this love and this love affair you've had with cooking. Yeah, dude, it's a lot of fun. You know. Like, gigs like this in the middle of the week sometimes are a little cumbersome, especially when you have a, a plate full of things to do. But, you know, here we are, my wife and I, you know, our little team, and here we are going off to do our little gig, and it's, it's still fun. You know, we, we worked all last night drinking wine and cooking on each other while we were making this food, and it was great. I mean, that's kind of one of the things I love about food. It's so communal. You know, it's just uh, it's a human thing. It's beyond, like, anything else, you know, so I love it. So continuing with Primetime Kitchen, you have the show uh, tomorrow night at 8. What, what do you have planned for that? Yeah, tomorrow we have, uh, oh, my God, who do we have coming in? Oh, we have a, a nutritionist uh, that's coming in. She's like a doctor of nutrition, and we're going to bust some nutrition myths. You know, here are all these superfoods. We're going to actually list some real superfoods, plus uh, tell you about some stuff that uh, that you think is good for you that really isn't so good that people continue to eat it under that myth that, you know, because you've been told by advertising that it's good for you that really you probably should second check. Right, I've been investigating some of that because there's a lot of uh, tricks that they, they pull on you, like with serving size, because if they can break a serving size down to where an ingredient is less than half of a gram, they can round that down to zero. And I'm yeah. talking specifically, and I learned this uh, when I was trying to, dis uh, you know, I'm addicted to these flavored coffee creamers, mm -hmm. and uh, there's trans, it'll say no fat, but... If there's 0.49 grams of trans fat in a teaspoon, they can list it as zero, yet you use 
you know, six teaspoons in a cup of coffee, you're getting more trans fat than you need in a day. So there's a lot of tips and, and, and tricks you kind of have to navigate if you really want to be healthy. Man, that's a lot of thought for a cup of coffee, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to, but it's the first thing I'm thinking about when I wake up. Boy, that's even worse. You know, kidding. Well, it's either that or I get a text from Angel that something's going wrong. <laughs> hey, that. So, but check this out tomorrow uh, on uh, the Jim Colbert show. Uh, Never heard of gonna it. Have a, uh, we're going to have a, an animal psychic or an animal, excuse me, an animal communicator and reader. Whoa, 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 whoa. And check this out. We're also, it's kind of an animal show tomorrow. So, we put something up on the Jim Colbert show's Facebook page about, about, how you may or may not allocate, like, let's say, welfare and food stamp money. And we we pose a pretty interesting question we're going to discuss on the show tomorrow to see how people kind of feel about it. All right, so it's uh, food stamps and it's pet psychics tomorrow on the show? Are we having yeah, any yeah, animals? we're kind of setting a different standard. You know? any, yeah. any animals in the studio tomorrow? No animals in the studio tomorrow. We're also going to talk about the, um, we're going to talk about the uh, State of the Union speech soon. All right. Maybe, uh, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? We're having a little get-together at the house when we come over. Nah, I got to watch. That sounded like a last-minute invite. Yeah, no, no kidding. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Can well, I come over? You, 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 you put me on the spot. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, I, gonna, I like to watch gonna, it by myself. We're going to redneck it up at, uh, in Bowling Park this weekend and see what happens. We're that's, see what happens. that's a Palatka guy we know. Hey, you, yeah, yeah, I, you I, I know you have a... You know, a, a fancy phone, a pretty modern phone. Why do you sound like crap when you call? A tin uh, can. Texans. You're talking on the tin can phone. Yeah. Where's your other phone? <laughs> I, uh, well, I'm talking into my good phone, and I don't know why that happens, but uh, the last time that this happened, uh, immediately when I did the call, like people were hollering, get a new phone, you cheap bastard, and uh, <laughs> then I just unfriended everybody, you know? Yeah. All right, maybe we just need to get you a new cell provider. Let's work on that. Maybe a new endorsement right. deal. New endorsement deal. I'm in. All right, so you are at Fairville Omega Store tonight? Yeah, and I, think, I don't think there's a cost to get into this thing. So if you want to fly down tonight and say, hey, we certainly don't have any problem with that. I think it starts around 7 o'clock, runs till 10 or so. Uh, and uh, some really cool, interesting things. And, you know, I, I'll bust a myth about Fairville. It's not like, uh, you know, it's an adult store where you go in and, and you find stuff to enhance your love life, however it may fall. And, Are you uh, going to be by the DVDs or the lingerie or the lube? Where, where can we find you? <laughs> well, I cover myself in lube every morning. Oh, well, that uh, sounds very appealing. <laughs> yep, uh, indeed. One quarter inch of lube to keep myself. I have to moisturize them 50. Uh, that's know? a good and point, yeah. So let me ask you this. a lot of soda. Will you, or, lot of red meat. will you or your wife be leaving with any products from Fair Villa tonight? Tori, are we getting anything from the store tonight? She said a, so. a box of Mr. Marcus's. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Good luck with that. And uh, I guess we can talk about that a little more tomorrow. Have fun tonight. You will be at Fair Villa. That starts at about 7 o'clock, Fair Villa Megastore. My safe word is Mr. Marcus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Jim, hear him uh, tomorrow on the Jim Colbert Show, 3 to 7, and then Primetime Kitchen at 8. Take care. And he is out. Oh. Man, oh every week that submarine. phone. It's worse every week. Yeah. Let's teach him what a landline is. Let's get him on a landline. (laughs) Jimmy? Hello, Jimmy. Did you say brace meats? Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one takeaway I've ever gotten from Brace Meats. Brace Meats, yeah. (laughs) Pinkman, because I always, you know, you wonder what he's doing during the breaks. Mo, we know what you're doing. Uh, We watch it. I mean, you 
Doodling. You have quite the extensive doodle collection, which yeah, I, I think actually you could probably turn that into an art show. Ooh, exhibit. Yeah, you, you definitely, you know, frame those, put those on a wall. Mm -hmm. um, but Pinkman, he watches a lot of cooking videos, those where they're sped up. Yeah, I do. Oh, I love those tasty videos. Yes. They are yeah. awesome. Right? Thank you. Do yeah. you cook? Sometimes. Do you ever do any of them? Have you ever tried a tasty video? Uh, yes, I learned how to make steak perfectly from one of those videos really? with a cast iron skillet. Oh, that involves good time. a lot of butter, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, though. It is. I just watched one today where you can make a peppercorn cream sauce for your mm. steak. Um, will you be cooking dinner for your lovely girlfriend on Valentine's Day, or are you going to take her out instead for the engagement? We're it, not wait, getting engaged. It, first whoa, off, whoa. it's during the middle of the week, isn't it? It's a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. oh you have that night off for you. We are cooking at home because it's impossible to go to any restaurant on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's Day. amateur night. That's not You're saying you you definitely are not getting engaged on Valentine's Day? Uh, no one told me otherwise. Are you waiting for her to tell you? No. <laughs> <laughs> he asked with a question in his voice. No? I don't know. Oh, so there's a chance you might be getting engaged this Valentine's no, Day. I'm too poor. Can't do it. Well, if you wait till you have money, you'll never have do anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, she is one hundred percent right. That it's you'll also true kids. with having kids yeah. as well. If you wait, oh, I, I don't have enough saved. No. Yeah, if, if I waited for that, I still wouldn't have kids and probably be a lot happier and more. You'd have no, a lot, a, more, a lot more money. Play you miss hundred. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take, Pinky. Michael Scott. Oh no, I think that was Michael Jordan, wasn't it? Michael Scott. Oh, maybe it is Michael Scott. Either mm -hmm. that or Wilt Chamberlain. I don't know. <laughs> that <guy>. Chamberlain. <laughs> Pinkman, you had a little factoid you were going to bring up today. What was it earlier Bro, today? today? Because if people don't know, Pinkman actually uh, and Fritz, they host their own podcast called Casual Shadows. Mm -hmm. You go to realradio.fm on your podcast. It's one of the ones li uh, listed there. 25 minutes. I use it to walk the dog. That's how I know I'm gone 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, it forces me to walk a little more than a 15-minute walk. So I walk the dog. They benefit. I get to listen to your show. So as, you know, hosting a podcast, the two of you, you have to present topics. And, uh, you know, just so give us a topic. You would think. You would think, Jack. Yeah, I've, I've listened. Think. I've listened. Really, I'm just trying to maybe give you some guy, uh, some ideas. Some like, guy present is. a topic. There's, uh, you know, a lot of it is I go in there and I'm is like, uh, the and then he turns the mic on and then. Somehow, between us insulting each other, we find a topic. Yeah. Oh. You don't come in there with any bullet points, nothing? <laughs> no. Oh. You, don't, you don't sit down with anything ready to, any, I, any idea, it's just, you see what happens. Yeah. I told you during Fritz on the Street, I do not take notes. It's okay. not my life. Okay, well, I guess you don't take notes. But... It's all jumbled in my head, and it works. Well, I believe your most recent podcast of Casual Shadows. Fritz, you're talking about a new hobby that you picked up. That is true. That I'm, is? I'm learning American Sign Language. Oh, that's a great hobby. Um, I am a visual learner, so it's been coming very naturally to me. However, I will stress that I, I realize I need to get in front of people who actually can sign and can sign well and can teach Yes. Someone who does not know how to sign very well. Oh. So I need to kind of branch out. So if anyone's listening. Are you learning on YouTube University or something? That, or yeah, doing? a lot of preschool videos. They're very, very helpful. Very good. Right. You know, like me name, you know, like how the grammar structure of the sentence is set up. So if anyone's out there listening, email fritz at realradio.fm and uh, 
Help me out. I want to. I want to learn. I want to get more adept. Yeah. Send him emails in sign language. What? Okay. Don't listen to him. It works. Yeah. <laughs> because I I know someone who's you know he's in his first year of college, but I know he's a pretty adept at sign language. Nice. Yeah. I'll give him your. I'll pass along your email. Please do. That'd be yeah. awesome. He may do it for some like Chick Fil A money. Uh, that's fine. That's a good deal. Yeah, that is actually a good deal. Well, he, he's only 19, so... Uh, oh, yeah, that's all you need <laughs> is Chick-fil-A. Beer money doesn't uh, count. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because this is my daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. those guys. Yeah. It's, it's been a lifelong uh, fascination, and only recently, I, it just it was that aha moment. I was like, yeah. I'm going to learn ASL. I, and also, I believe now, in high school, there's a language requirement, and yes. you can do ASL, that right? That counts, yes. Mm-hmm. But there's a knock on it. I mean, you what can graduate high school, but does it count in college? Uh, like, I thought there was oh. advantage of taking, like, a traditional language like Spanish. French, Spanish, German, yeah, whatever, yeah. Over ASL, but uh, I'm not quite sure. Because my daughter, who's my youngest daughter, the baby, mm-hmm. she's signing up for her col- for her high school classes now and wants to take ASL. Hmm. But you're urging her to take something more traditional, so she has no problem with college. Well, I talked her out of French, and I wanted right. I, I, I because I think Spanish would benefit her living here. Yeah. I think she'd have more of a practical use for it. Right? Yeah. See, yeah. so for three years, um, I learned Spanish, and then as I'm learning ASL, it's this pretty much similar grammatical. You know, you say dog red, you don't say red dog, which is a you know Germanic sentence structuring. So. Yeah, maybe learning Spanish, and then if she still wants to learn ASL, you you can do that because that's that's one of the trickier aspects of it. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to give his call four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. No, Eddie the Shaman today, but we are Aww. playing. So you want to win it? But oh, uh, oh yes, we are. A little more conversation when we come back. Then we'll kick the game off because we'll take it right up until seven o'clock when we turn it over to a corporate time with Tom and Dan. It's a Thursday edition of the Phillips File on Real Radio one zero four point one. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio Welcome back to the Phillips File right here on Real Radio 104.1. This is Pinkman. Uh, Jeff is here to my right. That's right. Say hi. Hi. Jack is in the other room with Mo. Hello. I think she started coughing. I Mm -hmm. hope she's not sick. No, I'm fine. I know George has been sick for the past two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. How do you live with him? I don't know. It's not easy. Whenever he gets sick, he just just punches it out of himself. No, no, no. He tries to, from what I hear. Um, question. Question. Answer. Why, when as it relates to meat, poultry, tur- chicken, and turkey? Yes. You call it chicken and turkey, right? Like a poultry. Why? Yeah. Is that just called the name of the animal, but you go to other meats and they have a different name for the meat that you eat? We don't eat. say we're eating cow. Like beef, pork, venison. Yeah, Where you don't say you're from? eating pig or cow. Huh. Or deer. Right, I see what you're saying. Is that out of your comedy book? 
Uh, no, it's out of the notes that I said I don't write, even though I do. What's the deal with pork and chicken? Yeah, it sounds like a Seinfeld. What's up with that? Keep going. This is this is it's you. Fun. This is the segment you are hosting. I mean, you are now the uh, host. The two of you uh, co-host a, a podcast, Casual Shadows, available on our website at realradio.fm. And so let, let's hear your hosting abilities. Keep going. You're in charge, pal. So, yeah, we've got that whole meat deal there. If you want to <laughs> let us know your thoughts on the matter, one at a time, deal. one at a time. <laughs> oh, that's fun. If you want to let us know your thoughts on the matter, you can text us at 77031. That is powered by David Moss Toyota. Um, did we mention earlier that it is the Chinese year of the dog as of today? Oh, no, no, no. We, it's oh, Chinese no, no, no. New Year. Yes. Tomorrow or tonight? Tonight, I believe. Tonight is the Chinese New Year. Is and it this... cool to light off fireworks? Yes. yes. Really? No. Yes. Oh, dogs don't like that, Jack. No, they oh, don't. Yeah. I know. You're right, uh, and I have dogs. You're to right. To celebrate, did we ever find out the number of the year? It's year, like in... Uh, it's like every 12 years, the sign comes no, back around. It's not like in um, at Rosh Hashanah, oh. where it's year 5477 so or something. It's no. a 12-year cycle for animals. Right, so it's year of the right. dog. Haven't you been yes. to a Chinese restaurant where they have on the table, you know, the the different the year of the chicken, the year of the rooster, the year of the whatever. So, and you always look for the year of your birth, and you say, "What are you? The year of the what?" Mine's, mine's an oxen. I don't go out much. I'm the rooster. You've been to a Chinese. I'm the year of the rat. <laughs> no, rats are very white. Uh, what do you ah, say? Rats. They're very cunning. Cunning. Mm-hmm. That's what I and said. And they're very, very wily um, or something. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. doubt about it. Jack may be the year of the. Wait, I'm goat. trying to figure out what year you were born. Wait, 67. Okay, you are the year of the goat. Oh. I am the goat, right? Yeah. Not greatest, the greatest of all time. time. <laughs> yeah, baby. So, out of all that, you have rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. And as Chinese legend would have it, there yes. was supposed to be cat on there. But no. However. When the emperor was calling for guardians for his castle, the cat asked the rat to sign him up, mm-hmm. and the rat forgot, and that's why cats and rats are mortal enemies. <laughs> it was my fault. There's no gear of the cat. That's such a great story. I don't know if that's true, but it's a great legend that's to tell. That's what they say. Yeah, they. The, the Chinese people. I wish I made that up. Mm-mm. I wonder if cat people are, are mad now, knowing that there's no cat New Year. Well, there was it's no. the year of the dog. The year of the dog uh, and the year of the rat. That's so got to feel terrible. Yeah. How often do you think sloths poop? Ew. Every three days. Now, why would you come up with that? It's true. Every three days. Every? Oh, I don't know if it's even that much. It takes them forever to get down from their tree. And forever to play Pictionary. <laughs> That's a it's a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a vending machine. It's coin a coin return. Yeah. yeah, right. I know. It's coin a fun, slot. funny, funny. A uh, kayak. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Now I have to look this up. Sloth. Once a week. Bowel movements. Oh, no. Once Ew. a week. No, yeah, I yeah. think it's every three days. Click on images. Once it's, a week. It's yeah. the dinner hour. Really? <laughs> this is what you saved images. up for six o'clock? It's this is week. where we're going, Pinkman? Yeah, I didn't, tell I didn't bring it up. Tell them this is. We're yeah, not going you, there. You have to manage us. Seriously. Uh, You're the host. Mm-hmm. All right, Jack. Let's grow up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Uh, <laughs> where's Jim today? Mr. Uh, Pinkman? Oh, he is uh, out sick today, okay. which is totally acceptable. But we hope he's back with us on Monday. We do hope that. He has reduced his four-day work week to a three-day work week this That's week. Awesome. Yes, Jack. Can I ask a question? Yes. Have you ever played Monopoly? Yes. Uh, Fritz? Yeah, of course. Moira, you've played it, right? Certainly. It takes two weeks to finish. It's but- horrible. <laughs> Yeah, Good that's God, the worst. That's, that's the biggest drawback of yeah. it. They're yeah. coming out with a new Monopoly game. Mm. It's called the Cheaters Edition. 
What? They said because basically everyone cheats in Monopoly. Have you ever cheated in Monopoly? Sure. Okay. <laughs> and, no. And, and, really? I don't think so. Stop it. And, and there Frick, was... I, I don't know. No, like hiding the money? Would... I don't know. Taking money from the bank? No. Oh, yeah. I always like to be the banker because then I, if I see that some, you know, if my, I'm playing yeah. with my kids, if they don't have a lot of, you know, stash, yeah. I'll give them extra or I'll take oh, some what? for me. That's not how real life works. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> no, because in my house, I'm the banker. And if I see that they're low yeah. on money, I give them money. This is exactly how life is. R- r- a liberal mode, redistribution you know. of wealth. Oh, wait a minute. Open up. Before you go on with this uh, yeah. cheaters edition. Yeah. I heard there's a new uh, kind of helicopter parent. They've morphed away from helicopter parent now. Well, that's, that's not, you. That's true. Okay. I always wanted to make sure everybody was good. Now they're calling it for millennials. They've changed it. Parents are now lawnmower parents. Why is that? They're actually doing the work for them. So they don't have to get dirty or anything. They're doing the work. They're doing their college applications. They're doing the essay. They're doing everything. Not helicopter where they're hovering over watching their kids do stuff. Now they're actually on the ground. They're called lawnmower parents. I actually know someone who works for a radio station in Tampa. I'm not going to say their name. But they, 20 years ago got into radio because their parents called the station every day and then pretended to be that person in phone interviews until oh. she showed up. <laughs> and when I heard what? about that, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah, seriously. So now... Let I- me just say this. It is frustrating when you have your kid and you see what they should do. Yes. You tell them what they should do and they don't do oh, it. Oh, you're doing it now? No, I'm not you're doing, doing it. it. You I'm just saying I can understand when you have your kid who can't seem to do what you're telling them to do, (laughs) even though it it seems like a simple (laughs) thing to do. You're doing it. You're a lawnmower parent. No, I'm not. I'm just sitting back and watching. No, horse hockey. I can tell from your face. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. Robert Bradshaw. You are making up a story. Your middle name's Robert? It is. You didn't know that? (laughs) No. There is no way. I thought it was Rutherford. (laughs) What? Rutherford B. Hayes. No, you look like Chris Hayes, so maybe we could use Rutherford. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, my middle name is Yankee Jack, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Yankee oh, Jack. Okay, so uh, top three movies, top three grossing movies about okay. World War One. Oh, All right, my. we are in Jack's World War One uh, movie segment now. Yes. Okay. Uh, ooh. Did War you I. have more on the Chinese calendar? No, I, I, I was uh, running out of material on that <laughs> one. Okay. That's okay, Pinky. That was a good start, though. It was a Thanks. good start. See, Thanks. it's like his generation. They have to have something good. Tell them something nice. Oh, you did. You did a good job. You did the, well, and oh. I really, five I re- seconds. You I were really doing enjoy it. your Casual Shadows podcast as well as Fort Fritz and Fort Fritz the musical. Oh yeah. In, oh, it's in, so good. Incredible work there. Thank you for uh, coming for to work, Pinkman. Thank you so and much. And both of those are available. Fun. If you go to realradio.fm, you click on podcasts. All of our shows are there. Yeah. And the extra podcasts we offer as well, including Fort Fritz and Casual Shadows. Excellent. Uh, top grossing three movies about World, World War, War One that made the top. $45 million, $80 million, and $413 million at the box office. Oh. You figure if a movie made $413 million at the box office, you should know what it is. Uh-huh. And you do. We do. Was one all quiet on the Western Front? It was not. Was one War Horse? Yes, Mr. Pittman. Number two on the list with $80 million was War Horse. Oh, yeah. I saw the play. You saw that. Did you see that, Mo, There's when it came around? Oh, it was amazing, right? With the humans? Oh, my God. It was so cool. So amazing. So adjusted for inflation, the $45 million that 
Lawrence of Arabia took oh, in. Sure. That's oh, not that's... a world war. Come on. It is considered. However, there is another one. $413 million at the box office last year. Last uh, year? Uh, ooh. No, Movie cause... of the summer. Female empowerment. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Nice. That that's was World, world War. Yes. You did not. Did, wait. Did you, you see, see the movie? No, honestly, I saw probably one movie in the theaters last year, and it was Get Out. That's why you need Movie Pass. Don't yeah. don't you try to? What is this? A pyramid <laughs> scheme you're trying to get me in? I on? know. I benefit nothing from this. <laughs> However, when you find something that you really like, you want to share it. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Next thing I know, you'll be telling me to sign up three of my friends too. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta look. Maybe I wonder if there's a benefit <laughs> if I get people to sign up. I'm gonna go to Costco and get mine. Someone yeah. told me they're selling them at Costco. Really? Yeah. Well, we need to come up with a prize. Maybe that would be a good prize. We need a prize for Oscar Palooza because it is Oscar season now. So we have our annual Oscar Palooza game. We're gonna do it one more time and we'll make that available on the web for people to make their Oscar selections. Uh just finishing up the Monopoly Cheaters edition. Oh yeah. Uh you get the it has oh, a, basically an extra uh a pile of cards and one is steal money from the bank. You can <laughs> remove a hotel from someone else's property. That's actually, that's that's great. <laughs> Move another player's token instead of your own on your turn. Perfect. And give someone less money than you owe them. I once pretended to die and left all of my property and money to my girlfriend in the game because I got tired of playing. It, That's awesome. I, the yeah. game that board games mm -hmm. are a fun way to if, if for if you're looking for a family night. Yeah, where it, it's still an old school way, but it works. When my family was in town, we had this game. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, apples what, to apples. No, oh, it's, dust to oh, dust. We Cards have that one. Humanity. No, it, one. Uh, it's not categories. Yeah. What's it? We uh, tell, oh. dictionary. Oh. Telestrations, oh. and it, and it's like oh, yeah. uh, it's like telephone, but you have to draw it out. Uh, you don't play around to that game without laughing hysterically. It's a lot of fun, but it's a gr that's a great group activity for families to do. So have game night this week, won't game you? Nice is, yeah. Game nights are fun. Yeah, but I don't know about the cheaters edition. That thing's that, that could lead to fights. So uh. they, all right, there's no cheating in. So you want to win? Huh? No, there is a lifeline. Eddie the Shaman not here today. We have. Pinkman, we have Fritz. They will be your lifelines. We have Martin, Mark, Art, Bob, and Cliff all on hold. We're going to get to them as we kick off this game when we return. The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to The Phillips File. Tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry. Yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many motherfuckers wanna tell me, but they don't be gonna never drown me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they tell me, and I love myself. The world is a ghetto, but guns are taking I love myself. That is Grammy winner Kendrick Lamar here. It's a Phillips file on this Thursday. Jim Phillips, 
Not feeling well, taking the day off. He'll be back Monday at 3. Jack, Moira, Pinkman, Fritz here with you. No Eddie this week. He had something else going on. However, we still have So You Want to Win. Are you guys ready to play that? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. So Pinkman and Fritzy will be lifelines. Texting service pointing out, I guess the uh, uh, Russ used the Wonder Woman question. Um or the one about World War One this morning. Oh, did he? For the uh, Triple R question at 7. Has he made your copy catting him? No, it's probably, oh. that's where I found it. You know, this piece of paper was in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, not, you're not shy at all, or you're not proud at all. Just steal the whole thing. And yeah, it, it was laying here. You're like, yeah, hey, here we go. Yeah, we need I was, stuff. <laughs> I was sleeping at 7, I'll tell you what. All right, let's get this game underway with questions that they did not use on the Monsters because these questions were created by Brad. Three rounds of trivia. We start with Brad's true-false. Brad's in the news. Those are stories ripped from the headlines. And then finally, Brad's who said that. We give you a quote. We give you three choices. You try and identify who said it. If so, you make it to the prize. Uh, And Mr. Fritz, What's one of the prizes we have available today? Well, I'll tell you right now. I've got a pair of tickets to the PowerShares Triple Q 300 on Saturday, February 17th at Daytona International Speedway. Speed Weeks 2018 kicks off the NASCAR season with seven races spread over nine action-packed days. And you can get your seats today at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. Outstanding prize up for grabs. Let's get to Martin. Hello, Martin. Ready to play? Ready as ever. Okay, Martin, here we go. Brad's true-false. Tell me what you think. For the second year in a row, Baltimore is the number one U.S. city for bed bug infestations. Um, Yeah, I'm going to hold off on my lifeline there because everybody knows that's true. That's your final answer? Round two, here I come. Yeah, yeah, right. that is true. Next in line was... I, I did it. You, you did, did it. it. You did it. Uh, <laughs> Go Ravens. That's nice. Congratulations. Washington, D.C., Chicago, L.A., and Columbus, Ohio were next in line, but Baltimore leads the way for bedbugs. Moira has your in the news. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and here's your question. Let's see how you do on this. Black Panther is getting all the hype, but three other daredevils have also gone viral. Pixie... Oh, I'm sorry. Pixie, Dixie, and Mr. Jinx were seen slinking around a Taco Bell in Oregon. Some people gasped and got phone footage of them pinning down a hood. They are equipped with suitable safety gear, including a leash and harness, and even wear reflective safety vests. What is their claim to fame? Their claim to fame, huh? Yeah, Martin. All right, let me let me uh let me use the lifeline because I've never gone this far. So. Uh... <laughs> He's, you're really he's so shocked proud here. Of himself. Listen to him. <laughs> All right, they, Lifeline. He's uh, calling you guys in. Um, Are they like Hell's Angels, but like uh, like service dogs? No, they, just, they sound like they sound like cats. Like service cats, service yeah, panthers, I mean, I, service. I mean, uh, maybe a cougar. Service cats. You want to say service cats? I feel like there might be more to this. Sir. There's yeah, more to it already. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thundercats. Black Panther was the clue. <laughs> Black Panther's getting all the hype, but three yeah, other movie. daredevils have also gone viral. Pixie, Dixie, and Mr. Jinx were seen slinking around a Taco Bell in Oregon. Some people gasped and got phone footage of them pinning down a hood. They are equipped equipped with suitable safety gear, including a leash and harness, and even wear reflective safety vests. What is their claim to fame? Taco Cat. 
It's a palindrome, you know. Uh, no, all the clues are there. Come on, put it together, fellas. Spinning down a hood, slinking uh, around. Jaguars? <gasps> Go Jags. Uh, Tasmanian Devils. No, you're going further away from the answer. <laughs> okay, so are we talking cats here? Yeah, get, get with cats and give me something. Give me an answer for cats before we move on. Martin needs you here. Panther. He's never made it this far. Bobcat. Lions. Are they people dressed as cats? Mm-mm. Uh, Ooh. Are they lion tamers? Martin, anything? Uh, you got anything here? Uh, Leopard. I got I got nothing but Thundercats. Oh, Thundercats. Well, I think he said it. That's your final answer? Uh, sure. Nah, no. Sorry, not no, no, these are cats. Oh, sorry, You're Martin. right, they're cats, but they go car surfing. Cats they, who go car they've surfing. They've been riding on the hood since oh, they were come kittens. come on, Brad. On this guy's... They're, they're <laughs> you on haven't the... seen that video? No. no. Went viral. It's not uh, posted at realradio.fm, Jack. How I... come, Fritz? Uh, I'll uh, post it right now. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. <laughs> car surfing cats. Um, Everybody uh, was surfing. Mark, ready to play. Oh, they are adorable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they cute, right? So cute. Okay, Mark, it's a true-false boy is going to... Get you started oh, in this game. Forty-seven percent of consumers say they typically back out of online purchases if shipping is not free. Is that true or false? Forty-seven percent back out if shipping is not free. Flip my coin here. <laughs> yeah, say, it is true. False. I will say you know. that is. I will say that is false. That's your final answer. Sure. No, it's oh, true. so sorry. It most Got certainly the, is true. Should have gone I, with tails. I would yeah. have said false because I thought it'd be more than that. Uh-huh. The National Retail Federation survey over three thousand consumers. You get used to it. You, you your Amazon Prime, like occasionally, yes. if you you get everything within two days, then you see a Groupon deal. It's like, oh, I'll order that. Then you two know, four later. days go by, yeah. five days. You're like, where Where's is this? Stuff? I know. What is it forever ago? Thanks, how, Obama. How spoiled are we? So. So spoiled. <laughs> Art, so. ready to play? Yes, I am. True or false for you, Art. One of the featured local dishes at the Minnesota Vikings Stadium for Sunday's Super Bowl is Chef Gina Colada's Lake Whitefish and Ooh. Chips Platter. That true or false? True. That's your final answer? Yes. No, not even close. Yeah, Gina Colada uh, really? was the person we talked about. Was two Sounded days like ago. Gina, she's the writer, yeah. the science writer for the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, New York Times science writer. But we had a great segment about Gina Colada. She wrote mm-hmm. about chip, Lake Whitefish, and chips platter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, yeah, very good, Brad. Good one, Brad. He works late. He does. He works he hard. Drinks and he a listens. Lot. Oh, yeah, he, he drinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, ready to play? Yep. Uh, Mo's got a true false for you. Uh-huh, true or false. It cost $5 million for a commercial during the Super Bowl. Is that true or false? We said $5 million? That is correct. Uh, let's go true. That's your final answer? Yes. It is yeah. true. Yeah, you're nice. moving on. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. All right, Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. I'm going to give you a common bond. You tell me what they have in common. Lifelines are available to you, Bob. Nevada's Mojave Max, a desert tortoise, New Orleans T-Boy, a Nutria and Shreveport's Claude the Cajun Crayfish. What do these three animals have in common? I'll repeat. Three animals. Nevada's Mojave Max, a desert tortoise. Mm-hmm, that's New, one. New Orleans T-Boy, 
uh, Nutria and Shreveport's Claude the Cajun Crayfish. What do these three animals have in common? Well, um, I'm probably going to go, I'd definitely go with a, a lifeline, but are they uh, on extinction? Well, let's hear what oh, the boys have to well, say. That's a good Mardi Gras. They sound like uh, like mascots. Mascots for a, a sports team. One's from Nevada, one's from New Orleans, one's from Shreveport. Um, yeah, the, the, Shreve, the pro team from Shreveport, they're big. Yeah. Well, it could be like Double A baseball, Jack. Yeah, that's something we'd put in here because that well, would be I real don't fair. Know. I think you might want to just go with extinct extinction if you can't come up with something better. Ex- no, I can, uh, endangered desert tortoise, a nutria, and a crayfish. Oh, nutrias uh, are big animals. It's very timely. Yeah. Timely uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait, they've been used to predict Super Bowl. Oh, results. oh, very nice. Do you want to go? Uh, wait, where is it? Bob, do you want to go with these animals are used to predict the Super Bowl? Yes. Your <laughs> final answer? Yes. No. Sorry. Oh, oh, man. Oh. They do predict. You made me so hopeful. Uh, they, they predict something. <laughs> they, they predict, but what do they predict? They're uh, the like Poxitani Phil tomorrow. They're used to predict the weather. They're going to predict spring stupid, or no spring. You know. Stupid weather. So animals. when I meant timely, I didn't mean the Super Bowl. I meant, you know, Groundhog's Day. Groundhog, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, how dare you? It's funny because before I knew the answer, I was thinking, oh, they predict the Super Bowl for sure. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Great guess, Pinkman. Uh, All right, I let's tried. let's try and get a winner before we uh, before we have to break. Yeah, bro. Hey, Cliff, ready to play? I am ready. So you want a winner? Let's do it. I, w- I want a winner, please. Cool. True, false. We'll start you off this way. In the new AAA survey, seventy-eight percent of U.S. drivers say they're fearful of taking a spin in a fully self-driving car. Is that true or false? Seventy-eight percent of U.S. drivers say they're fearful of going for a ride in a fully self-driving car. True or false? I'm going to say false on that one. That's your final answer. Final answer. Yeah, you are correct. You are moving on. A year ago, the figure was seventy-eight percent, but it's actually down now to about sixty-three percent, which is roughly about twenty million more people who are now more comfortable. With the idea, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, you'll you'll I'm get there too. I'm in the 68 percent, but yeah, okay. What about you, Cliff? Would you go in a, a driverless car? Uh, I believe I would, but I would not have my kids in the car with me. Say, hey, there, there you, you go. go. Uh-huh. Yeah, who needs them? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're moving on. Your, your category is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and here's your question: It's far from the Jersey Shore, you know, GTL. That's Jim Tan and Laundry, but. <laughs> Hamilton, New Jersey, has its own parallels. You see, authorities are investigating the death of a man who was found at a gym. That's one. Money laundering could be involved. That's two, leaving only the third clue. Where a gym employee found his body. Where was it? Uh, I think I'm going to go with a lifeline on this one. Absolutely. Have at it, boys. Was it in the laundry room? Was it Colonel Mustard in the laundry room? <laughs> with with a, a was it a, a, tan, a tanning bed? Let's see. Cliff, they're saying in a tanning bed. Oh, God. I am going to agree. Tanning bed. That's your final answer? Final answer. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, exactly. God. I guess he had been drinking too much, and they yeah. found him in dead in a tanning bed. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be a, a sight. Brad wrote he was toasted. Toasted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Brad. You're the first one to go to the third round, though. That's a good thing. Congratulations, Cliff. Yep. Listen up. It's Brad's Who Said That. I'll give you the quote. You tell me who said it. China has... China has banned hip-hop from Chinese television, which is bad for China's biggest hip-hop star, Notorious MSG. Who said that? James Corden, Michael Che, or Conan O'Brien? Again, China has banned hip-hop from Chinese television, which is bad for China's biggest hip-hop star, Notorious MSG. Uh James Corden, Michael Che from Saturday Night Live, or Conan O'Brien? Uh, from the Conan O'Brien show. Or is it just Conan, right? His show? Yes. Just Conan. Conan playing, Coco. yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am going Cliff, to what do you want? You... Go ahead. James Corden. All right, no lifeline. You just want to go with James Corden? Oh, I have a lifeline? I'll try yeah, lifeline. Yeah, go ahead, please. guys. You want to advise him? Conan O'Brien. Oh. Um, I'll say Conan O'Brien, too. Both lifelines say Conan O'Brien. You say James Corden. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to remove one. And I will remove Michael Che from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so you get to decide, Cliff, what way do you want to go? James Corden or Conan O'Brien? I will. I'm going to trust him and go with Conan O'Brien. No, oh, no pressure, but this is for the prize. I'm scared. You ready? <laughs> okay, wait, let's do this. That's your final answer? Yes. You did yeah. it! Yeah. <laughs> Ah oh, man. Woohoo! Congratulations. Oh, man. Put him on hold. Cliff is a big winner. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We have more prizes. Matter of, fact, uh, matter of fact, Fritz, can you tell us what other prizes we have available today? Yeah. I have a pair of passes to a special 3D advanced screening of Black Panther Rare. on Ooh. Tuesday, February 13th. Marvel Studios Black Panther follows, is it T'Challa? I, I've never read T- this comic T- book. Takala. Takala, who returns home Mocking to the Mark. isolated, technologically advanced African nation of Wakanda to become king. But when a powerful old enemy reappears, Takala's medal as king and Black Panther is tested. That's Indian food. Takala? Takala Masala. I don't know whatever he's saying. Takala Mockingbird. Oh, very good. The, uh,. Anyway, it's a 3D advanced screening. It's very cool. Before it oh. comes out, you can see this movie will be big. And it's going to be huge. A great prize. So uh, let's get another player on and see if they can win. So we go to David. You ready to play, David? Yes, sir, Jack. Okay, we have a true-false, and Moira will have the honors. Ah, here we go. True or false? Americans can expect to live another 23 years on average after having fully retired. True. True. That's your final answer? Yes. It is true. Hey. Yes, excellent work. Here we go. We're moving on. Stories ripped from the headlines. Listen up because this gets wordy. Dateline, Macon, Georgia. According to a Bibb County Sheriff's Office report, Willie Edward Drake, 43, yelled, cursed, and screamed at employees during a tirade last week in a Waffle House. Deputies booked him on a disorderly conduct charge. All this because the restaurant did not offer his favorite topic. And now back to the greatest game show ever. You want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want to win a... 
Welcome back. Thursday edition of The File. Jim Outsig, Jack Moira, Pinkman, Fritz all here for So You Want to Win. And no Eddie today. He had other plans. So Pinkman and Fritz serving as the lifeline. I was reading Real Mobile at 77031. It said, check out the awesome Throwback Thursday photo on Real Radio's Instagram page. What? So I, go, I went to Instagram, search Real Radio, and there's a picture of one of the four of us getting the finger from another person who you can hear on Real Radio. Mm-hmm. Thank Pinkman, you, Mikey. Is it you? No. I looked at the photo. I can't confirm. Fritz, is it you? I don't know. I haven't looked at the photo. Do you remember one of us giving you the finger? No. I didn't give anybody the finger. No, you were the recipient. Somebody gave it to me. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. Was our it, Instagram account. Was it Pinkman? No. It was somebody said. whose T-shirt I took at the Phillips File Celebrity well, Poker Tournament last year. Why did you year. take their T-shirt? Well, because, because she knocked, knocked them out. Take <laughs> 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 that, was, Bowser. Uh-huh. Doug Bowser. And he gave me the shirt, but he was not happy about it. And he... I didn't even know when I was taking the picture, obviously, but when, when the pictures were developed, if you know what I mean, yep, there was. Okay, awesome. so we have more players. We have more prizes. I believe there's another prize in there, too. Is there not, Fritzy? That is true. I have a pair of tickets to see. Have you heard of Dan Rather? I oh, have. Oh, yes. Dan Rather will be at Hard Rock Live on March 17th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Dan Rather. Thank wow. you very much. Great prizes available. Let's see what we can do with these players we have left. Kevin, ready to play? I am. It's a true-false question for you. There were 10.5 billion robocalls made in the USA in 2017, breaking 2016's record of 9.3 billion. True or false? That sounds like it's true. That's your final answer? Yep. So sorry, not even close. Triple that, $30.5 billion oh my. robocalls, and it was up because it was $29 billion. I think oh. I got half of those. I did, too. <laughs> I got the other half, so we're done. Wait, no, because I got some, too. Oh, oh you're you're getting yours from space. Okay. I got so many that I don't even answer my phone anymore. Like, I think that's seriously. true. <laughs> I don't answer it. Most people don't pick up, no. well, except when we're playing the game. You need to pick up if you're yeah. playing the game because we'll at the top of the hour... About 11 minutes, we'll have your chance to text in and win. And then an hour from now, if you get a phone call, you need to answer it because that's how you get your money. Yeah. Right, Kathy? Yep. All right, you ready to play? I am. Hi, Moira. Hi. Well, Moira has a true-false question for you, Kathy. Here we go. 50-50 chance in only 1,107 games. LeBron James is the fastest to reach 30,000 points in NBA history. Is that true or false? That is true. That's your final answer? Yes. Sorry, my friend. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I kind of groaned. I hope you would have picked up on it. Yeah. Dad, nab it. Anyway, he's not the fastest. He's the fourth. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it faster. Michael Jordan did it faster. Will Chamberlain did it faster. They yeah. did it in fewer games. What sorry. he is is the youngest, and uh. that's because he skipped college, came right out out of high school. Mm. So he was younger when he did it, but they did it in a shorter period of time. Game, less games. Yeah. Oh, very tricky, Brad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Kathy's going to be a fan of the Bradster anymore. Ugh. Let's see if we can find a winner. So we go to Mike. Mike, ready to play? You bet, Jack. True or false, most UFO sightings take place on Saturday? False. That's your final answer? 
Yes. No, no it's actually say? true. Think about people are home drinking. These are tough questions. Yeah. The most common time of the day is Saturday. What does it say? Nine to, between 9 and 11 oh, p.m. At 9 11. I thought it was so specific. No. <laughs> yeah, between nice. 9 and 11. Oh, 9 and 11. Yeah. I know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, yeah. They had happy hour, and then they, I saw a UFO. Come on. Let's get this game going. Come on, fellas. Yeah. Well, how about the ladies? All if right, we want ladies. them to win, too. All right. Yeah, hello. Who do we have? Uh, we'll go to a fella. All right, fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. Vincent, ready to play? I sure am. Okay, okay. Vincent, true or false? 42% of Americans say they missed out on an opportunity because they didn't go with their gut. Is that true or false? Uh, let's go with true. That's your final answer? Yep. It's true. Excellent. You're moving on. Here it goes. your gut instinct. Brad's in the news stories ripped from the headlines. Let's get this in. Common Bond, John Lewis, Maxine Waters, and Gregory Meeks. What do these three people have in common? Oh, I have no idea. Lifeline? Lifelines. Are they, did Uh, they boycott, uh... Trump's uh, State of the Union. Yeah. They say boycotting the State of the Union address. Vincent, what do you think? Uh, that sounds good to me. That's your final answer? Yep. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. It. And now we move to the quote round. Brad's who said that. Oh, and it's a short little sentence. Here it is. I'm fortunate in my career that I've done a variety of roles. All right. Is that J.K. Simmons, Stephen Tobolowsky, or Meryl Streep? Um... I think I'm going to need some lifelines on that one, too. Lifelines. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, maybe Meryl Streep. Mm, J.K. Simmons. Who the hell is J.K. Simmons? You know, he plays J. J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He also was in that insurance ad uh, <laughs> yeah. for farmers. farmers. Insur- yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Right. Spider-Man. I'm fortunate in my career that I've done a variety of roles. Either J.K. Simmons, Stephen Tobolowsky, or Meryl Streep. And he's in that new series where there's, like, two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Uh, who, who's the metal guy? Stephen Tobolowski. He was in uh, Groundhog's Day, and he's, he's been on things. the Phillips file about five times. Yeah. No, he's been on a jillion movies. You would recognize him immediately. He's a great character. Over 200 movies. Yep. Friend of the show. Meryl Streep, never heard of. Can't help <laughs> you. <laughs> it's two kind of middle-aged bald guys, and then Meryl Streep. Yes. Um, All right, so Pete says J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yes. Simmons, what do you say? Uh, I, I'm thinking Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Okay. I'm thinking I, I would have leaned towards Meryl Streep because she has done a bajillion. But I'm fortunate. As as I know, so has J.K. Simmons. Okay. Uh, so so <laughs> what are you going to pick? J.K. Simmons, Stephen Tobolowsky, Meryl Streep. Need your answer. Let's, let's go with J.K. Simmons. That's your final answer? Yep. Yeah, you are a winner. <laughs> and uh, Lisa, for hanging on, give her a prize as well. We are just out of time. You got it. But we want to uh, thank everyone for woo, oh hanging out so today. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Pat Clark for calling in. What else did we do? Uh, Dirty Jim, thanks to him. He, he's yeah, out yeah. at Fair Villa tonight. Go see him there. You Look can in hear the lube him tomorrow. department. I'm sure you'll find him. <laughs> <laughs> he is lube. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, tell them to get a new phone. But anyway, uh, Tom and Dan at Corporate Time is next. Your chance to win $1,000 upcoming as well. Stay tuned for that. That's in about five minutes. Jim Phillips will be back Monday at 3. Enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Have a lot of fun. I will, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Take care and namaste.
night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.